0: Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome back to Two Can't Keep a Secret, your favorite pretty little liars podcast. My name is Jay, and I am here. With the one and only AJ Norris. AJ, how are you?
1: Um, Jay tested me saying this episode was going to be spicy and baby, I am hot. Like this is like I am ready to go off on every single one of these characters because everyone upset me.
0: Everyone.
1: F, you know what? One person does not accept me, and we shall give all the praise to Mona. Like, honestly, all him.
0: Interesting. Okay. Yeah. We'll have to get into it. And, like, to be clear, when I said spicy, I didn't mean good. <laughs> like, I love spicy food. I want that to be clear. I go to an Indian restaurant, a Thai place. Yeah. Like, I go get hot wings. Like, I'm going all the way spicy, baby. And yeah, this was not good spice. This was, you're going to feel it for a couple days and not in a good way.
1: Like, here's the thing. Mine is um, a certain part. I'm cool with Spice. Because we've talked about there's some episodes that drug. And I don't feel like this episode drug. (laughs) So we got stuff to talk about.
0: The pacing was good. The content is horrific.
1: Correct.
0: (laughs) I would like to start this podcast with a PSA. And that PSA is that pedophilia is wrong. It's always been wrong. wrong. It will always be wrong. When this show was airing. They knew it was wrong. Speak on it. And they decided to show it anyway in multiple ways with multiple characters. We do not condone pedophilia in any way, shape or form. Nope. Purposeful or accidental. Nope. It don't matter.
1: It don't. You went wrong. You need to stop change your behavior.
0: (laughs) And I would like to say that Felipe, the wonderful Felipe, our uh, editor and founder of the uh, Brazilian uh, Dragon Podcast Network and the High Dragon stars. Babies also condone or er, not condones condemns pedophilia. <laughs> does not condone.
1: Pedophilia. <laughs> no, don't, don't don't Felipe. I'm going to say
0: that again, and Felipe is going to edit this. Okay. <laughs> I would also like to say, Felipe, yes. the wonderful Felipe, founder of wonderful. the Brazilian Dragon Podcast and the Dragon Babies Podcast five stars condemns pedophilia mm-hmm. he does not support pedophilia in any way this whole network does not support pedophilia in any nope. way so if you're looking for that not this podcast network
1: Nuh-uh. like you cannot come here and if you're going to look for it somewhere else stop it we'll <laughs> talk to you. you're not okay
0: yeah um so we will be discussing all of the ways that uh i Marlene king the showrunner of this show uh does unacceptable things with the characters on this show
1: like really be turning the good ones bad it, it hurts it, it, uh...
0: i don't know if there were ever good ones regarding the ones that were involved in the pedophilia here because like from episode one we kind of knew all the ones that were involved were involved in it
1: there was a reaction from a parent that i will not spoil at this mm, point that's in time.
0: fair okay yeah <laughs> that, hurt You're right. that hurt me <laughs> you are correct um But A.J., before we get yes. into all of the mess, <laughs> I do have some good news.
1: Oh, I like good news.
0: So the good news is that the SAG-AFTRA uh, strike is over. Hey! It's over, and Ooh. it ended in favor of the writers. Yes. So we love unions here.
1: We do. We are unions And
0: that means that Pretty Little Liars Original Sin season two will hopefully be coming to the screens of Max Watchers, formerly HBO Max, in mm. 2024.
1: Like, I have faith because um, they recently announced a lot of shows that they um, canceled, and Original Sin was not one of them. So, I know. That gives me faith. <laughs> well,
0: they had it mostly shot, but mm. then they put it on pause because of the strike um, for like editing and all that other stuff. And I have hope that it will come back and hope that the involvement of actual Pretty Little Liars, the original, original show,
2: mm-hmm.
0: will have a minimal role in the plot. Um, AJ still can't watch it because of the last scene of the last episode.
1: I'm so mad. It's so upsetting. I, I gotta wait three years to watch it, which is
0: hard. At least. Because <laughs> <laughs> girl, <laughs> we're still on season two.
1: Oh my gosh! <laughs> Mess. Back when shows
0: <laughs> had twenty something episodes a season,
1: who okayed this? Like, I feel like honestly, it episodes... used to be
0: so lit. I loved it when, oh. like, when it was on, like, when shows were on air and they were that long, because mm. they were on for like the entire year. You never had to wait. Like, you might have to wait like a couple weeks. Yeah. Um, but I, but like, I do understand creating a nice, more concise story.
1: like here's here's my thing i don't even need a nice concise story like my my parents uh are soap opera watchers right (laughs) so (laughs) okay yeah i so i understand being expansive in your content comma but it's when stuff starts to drag and it's like we've gone two or three episodes and we still haven't resolved this plot from um four episodes ago and what we're supposed to be doing and that's supposed to be so important that's when i get annoyed it's like if stuff was constantly happening i'd be like okay i'm cool with 22 episodes that's fine because stuff is always going down comma but you're telling me like let me see there's 22 episodes on the first season we're well, on 21 that's 44 and there's 25
0: episodes. in this season
1: like we're, we're about to hit episode 50 of the show and we're still hashing out some stuff that happened episode one of season one.
0: Oh yeah <laughs> and i'm gonna tell you aj some of these things are never resolved
1: okay disrespectful
0: there's still questions
1: okay all right well shall we get into those questions jay
0: yeah let's do it so um this episode is season two episode 21 it's called breaking the code um does breaking the code mean anything to you aj
1: um uh, pro wrestling um and chris jericho okay yeah
0: i don't know anything about that
1: Ah, fair, fair enough. It was like circa 08, um, 2007, 2008, Um, and or I think it might have been the new millennia. It was like originally the new millennia stuff, and then he came back in 08 and 09. But 08 and 09 was when I started getting into wrestling. Cool,
0: cool, cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I believe this reference is uh, a reference to the 1986 play um called Breaking the Code, which is about uh Alan Turing. Do you know who Alan Turing was?
1: Um, There's a Turing test.
0: Yes. So the Turing test is to test whether an AI can convince a human being that it is not AI. Mm -hmm. Um, But Alan Turing was a British mathematician who, um, during World War II, helped break the German Enigma code um, and... Basically, he was a cryptologist. He helped Mm -hmm. them break codes um, and, you know, did computer things. Um, And that play thematically links like the code, like the code breaking activities that Turing did with Mm -hmm. his attempt to grapple with his uh, homosexuality. So there is, there are some parts of this episode that I think connect to that um so i will bring that up when that comes up
1: I it's not ready for that term i'll be honest with you
0: yeah it's <laughs> mm-hmm. wow yeah i think it could have some insights to potential a characters mm-hmm. um it could unlock some of the um mm-hmm. some hidden meanings behind some characters actions and if we take homosexuality to mean sexuality. In general, it could also apply that way Um, Mm -hmm. because there are plenty of characters who are grappling with sexual and romantic decisions in this episode as well.
1: And making the wrong ones at that.
0: (laughs) Oh yeah. Yeah, I think almost everyone who made a romantic or sexual decision in this episode did it wrong, except maybe Emily.
1: Yes, and and we will get to Emily.
0: She's she's doing her best.
1: She she is struggling. She is fighting. She she had a fight with Maya apparently that happened.
0: Yeah, that <laughs> happened. Just,
1: it happened a lot because
0: Maya was going was going to run away and she wanted Emily to run away with her.
1: Oh yes, now I remember. Yep, and I Emily remember was that. like,
0: "Um my mom's in Texas." <laughs> <laughs> she needs to know where I am. And uh, Maya's like, "Your mom's a bigot." Ah, and I remember.
1: Then this Emily fight. was
0: like, "Um mm, yeah, but she's my bigot. <laughs> Listeners, if you hear any strange noises, that's probably the foster kitten that I have. Um, she's purring and climbing all over the place. So enjoy. She's amazing. <laughs> so shall we uh, dive into this episode?
1: I'm ready to do it head first and maybe give myself a concussion.
0: All right. Well, I hope you don't get one. <laughs> okay. um, we're going to start uh, at school, as we often do. Do you remember <laughs> that last week, um, our core four, uh, we're told that, um, we're told that Allie's alter ego, uh, owed Jonah, this guy who like found a, or found some information on a, like $2,000.
1: Yes. I remember that.
0: Well, Spencer's like, I know somebody who I know I'll pay for it. I know how I can get it. Mm -hmm. and we know that that money can come from none other than her half-brother, Jason. But the the other girls don't know that. They don't know the money's coming from Jason. They don't Mm -hmm. know that Jason is her half-brother. And Emily's like, how are you going to get $2,000? And and Spencer's just like, oh, I have a relative. Which, like, you would think that the girls know her entire family. They've known each other their entire lives. So it's, it just seemed odd.
1: Like, and it's a thing where um you're just not being specific. Like, even if I was like talking to you, like, I'd be like, oh, I got it from my aunt, right? right. Like not like, oh, a, a relative. <laughs> like right. that's such a shady way to say it.
0: Yeah, yeah, or like, could you say like, oh, I have an aunt who died a couple of years ago. She left me some money. Yeah. Like it doesn't, that way you don't even have to get into like, oh, which one, blah, blah, like she's dead
1: exactly like you can if a relative come
0: on just have, <laughs> but just have and also your family's like
1: arguably the most full off like also like...
0: Spencer all of a sudden can't lie
1: like Spencer's been doing a great job at it for a long time Like I all of a sudden she doesn't know how to lie listen and, and about finances too Spencer loves to lie about those
0: well she...
1: Like when she stole her sister's ring and then pawned it off to get her ass boyfriend a truck <laughs>
0: And now she's going to keep on doing it. Well, sort of doing it. Um, okay. So Aria and Spencer plan to meet Jonah at six. And Emily's like, why can't Hannah and I go? And
1: mm-hmm.
0: Arya's like, well, I'm the face and Spencer's the bank.
1: That is a, That was a sentence.
0: <laughs> Which is like fair, but also wouldn't you want someone like off in a different part of the parking lot watching out for you? <laughs>
1: Honestly, that makes a lot of sense. You don't know this Jonah guy. Like, this Jonah guy could be like a stage five creeper. Like, you don't and want like, to be alone. Just y'all two young girls with him.
0: And maybe it doesn't need to be Hannah and Emily. Maybe it's Caleb, because Caleb yeah. beat up or something. I don't know.
1: And, and, and Caleb should get a paycheck for being on this episode.
0: And who, who was the other guy that Hannah? That not Hannah? That Arya was fake dating
1: um the one who has a heart problem but um, yeah doesn't he know taekwondo anyway.
0: or whatever Can't, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. i don't want him keeping an eye out and he can keep a secret yeah he keeps a good one <laughs> he was like i don't need to know the information like he doesn't even need to know you could just be like hey like i'm like getting an illegally recorded movie from this guy can you keep an eye out for us
1: like That's the best person you should ask because he don't care where the money came from. He don't care if the money clean or not. Right. <laughs> I honestly, what, what was his name? I'm, I'm going to say it's Benner. I know it's not calm, but that's where my head is at right now.
0: Okay. I couldn't tell you. I wanted to say like Elliot or something, but I know that's not true.
1: No, not Elliot. Maybe Tom. No, Tom's Solid. the daddy.
0: Tom's Hannah's dad. Yeah. Do you think we watch the show or something?
1: Yeah, honestly, we are forty something episodes into this. You should know. I did. <laughs> like,
0: I can't like get names back is not the most boys in the Show if if it's a boy, I don't know their name.
1: Like if they were actively not physically in the episode, I do not have any knowledge of them.
0: Correct. <laughs> um. So then Mona comes up and she's Mona, like, hey, "Oh my god, let's go! I can't wait to go like shop for this dress. I have to wear it for a party." Like, are you ready to go shopping after school today? And Hannah forgot about it.
1: Ah, dang. Like, like here's my thing, right? We we like all forgot. One
0: friend, and her one friend is not very good to her.
1: So, so here's the thing: Hannah's a terrible friend, to Mona. Like, so actively bad. Comma button. Like, I'm not going to sit here and be like, "Oh, I haven't forgotten something before." Like, it happens if I don't write down like on my on whiteboard. I'm there's a non-zero chance I will forget it, right? So it happens fair, to has been
0: dealing with a lot of stuff on her own.
1: Yeah. It, and I don't think she should have been dealing with it alone, but you know, people cope in different ways and I cannot judge. Uh, with that being said, I did not like what Hannah um, said next to Mona uh, about why she can't go to the mall with her. <laughs> because I find it to be just a, a straight up bold-faced lie.
0: <laughs> yeah, what did she say? Go ahead.
1: Uh, uh, she says she can't today because her mom expects her home.
0: And when has Jake... ever had expectations for Hannah other than be popular?
1: No, <laughs> not at all. But here's the thing, right? Less than sixty seconds earlier in this exact episode, Hannah was planning on leaving that afternoon to go meet this Jonah the guy, and, well, was, told, and was told it was told forty five seconds later, you're not going to come. So Hannah has a clear schedule. Hannah just don't want to go.
0: I mean, that's time she could be making out with Caleb. Uh, (laughs) Um,
1: That's an edge-appropriate relationship. I should not be down on it.
0: Right, and you like Caleb.
1: I do, I do.
0: After tracking on him for half a season.
1: Listen, I have a right to change my opinion on people.
0: (laughs) That is true, you do.
1: Yes, I feel like it's happened many times with many people in the show.
0: Almost every person. <laughs> For a while, you were on the Spencer train.
1: I, I don't know what was wrong with me, honestly.
0: Well, she was redeeming herself.
1: And then she said, screw all my progress. And threw it away. Well, oh, shame.
0: Uh, as Hannah's explaining, she needs to reschedule. Well, she doesn't. Uh, Mona gets a text. And Hannah asks who it's from, and Mona kind of lies.
2: Mm-hmm. And
0: um when when we see Mona's phone, we see that it's a text from A. Ooh. So now Mona's getting text from A.
1: That's the same.
0: Yeah. And so Mona is Mona is the third character to get a the third non core four character to get a letter or text from A. Mm-hmm. Because we had in season one, the letter to um, Aria's mom, being like yep. like your, your husband cheated on you and also Correct. like your daughter is fucking around. Um, mm-hmm. And then we had the letter a couple episodes from, uh, to Aria's dad, to Byron.
2: Mm-hmm. Correct.
0: And then we have this text to Mona And this text to Mona says, Hannah's mommy saved her ass. Who's going to save yours? Why do you think Mona's getting this text? And why now?
1: I'm going to be a buck fifty with you, Jay. The way I took this text message at this point in the episode versus how I'm taking it after I watched episodes are two completely different.
0: Okay, so So, how did you originally take it?
1: Because I think I have not hid, at least over the past couple weeks, I thought Mona was A. Uh Um, And we also talked about in the past how A could just have a helper um and so i thought um at that point in time oh mona is ace helper and um mona something was supposed to happen with hannah when they went to the mall but because of her quote-unquote mom uh she got out of this one but A was like i don't like that <laughs> so you better
0: but also that was so long ago so why what is happened? mona getting this text now
1: Listen, oh. Well, this is also not the first time Mona received a "quote unquote" text from A. Like, remember the liposuction thing with Hannah?
0: Yeah. Well, didn't everyone get that text?
1: Oh, Was it everyone? Ah, fair enough.
0: Um, so Mona was
1: the one who brought up Hannah because she was upset. Yeah, but I think
0: (laughs) so. It could be that Mona recently got caught for shoplifting, Mm. and because it's related. Uh she got the text now. But how did you take it after you watched the episode?
1: Oh, after I watched the episode? Yeah. Um, I'm thinking that the girls are not doing what A wants and um A has been like, Okay, if I can't hurt you, I will hurt your loved ones. So
0: oh, interesting. So when you watched it the first time, you were like, Oh, maybe this is A's helper. Like Mona, Mona's a, this is the helper. And now it's like, nope, Mona, welcome, welcome to hell.
1: Correct, correct, (laughs) correct, correct.
0: correct. Fascinating. Okay, okay. I like this. This is gonna make the episode real fun. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So we're gonna cut to Hannah's house because we just talked about her mom. Um, And uh, Officer Wilden is there at the back door and he's there to ask Hannah more questions
1: that's not a red flag like why are you at the back door
0: why are you at the back door and why are you back
1: yeah Ashley
0: Ashley lays into him as she should she's like um first of all my daughter is a minor Mm
2: -hmm. second
0: of all do you have a warrant because you can't come in this home unless you have a warrant third of Mm -hmm. all you coming to my home and he he mentions like how Ashley basically slept with him to get Hannah's record clean and mm-hmm. he's like remember, like, remember how things used to be or something like that. And Ashley's like, that's harassment. And I will report you.
1: And, I, and, and I'm like, yes, Ashley, stand up to this man. Like, and he, and he tried to um, threaten her to be like, okay, well, we can do this here. We can do this at the station. This is your choice. Uh, and Ashley no, did I not feel like cave.
0: I choose to do it the legal way. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Ashley's like, try me, homeboy. You got the wrong tree.
0: Ashley's made mistakes in her life, but at the end yes. of the day, she is one of the better parents in in this show for when it comes to, like, protecting their child, actually.
1: Like, I would confidently, at this point in time, rank her number two.
0: Okay, Emily's dad is obviously number one.
2: <laughs>
0: so maybe number three, because Veronica. Okay. <laughs> it's not his fault. He's in the literal military. <laughs> He has been deployed.
1: He has been. And, and let me tell you something. Every time he could, he tried to see his daughter. He was like, my flight got delayed. Let me go see my daughter now that I have time.
0: Right. Like, yes. he's trying. Maybe I, I would say, actually, Veronica's probably number one. He's number two because he should have been like, listen, Pam, let's bring Emily with us. <laughs> and then ashley's number three but that's high up there
1: that's the problem these girls will throw a tantrum you know what we don't want that
0: (laughs) um but yeah so he's like he's like i'll see you at the police station and ashley's like bet i love it um so let's go to the hastings house interesting melissa and spencer are talking I think it's in Spencer's bedroom and uh, Spencer tells her about Jason being their half-brother and how does Melissa react?
1: She's not happy. She she feels betrayed. Um, and, I, 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 and I'm going to give Melissa the same treatment I give Spencer. If I'm anything, I'm fair. Um, I, you are just this new information you just found out. You have the right to be upset by the information. I think you, yeah. you've been lied to. The secret has been hidden from you. We saw in the flash, but you kissed this boy. So
0: <laughs> So to the best of my knowledge, I think Melissa and Jason used to date. So they like she to... has the right to be angry.
1: Yeah, she has the, she has a good right to be angry. Yes.
0: Because both the parents knew all the information. And they didn't stop yes. that. Yes. Um and Spencer also says that Allison knew. And Melissa's rightfully like, okay, so who else knows? <laughs> and Spencer says nobody. Which is how Melissa wants to keep it. Yeah. So Melissa leaves so she doesn't have to see uh, Veronica and Peter when they get home. Um, And she she does tell Spencer, like, listen, we're going to get through this. We've gotten through, like, other things before, like... We're family. We'll, we'll push. We'll pull through this, which you know is probably the nicest Melissa's ever been. Mm-hmm. But also, I do think that like Melissa is trying to move on from like this petty sibling rivalry. She has her own grown up issues to deal with. She's pregnant. Her husband was killed,
1: has or a died child by su-
0: potentially dead by suicide.
1: Going to be a single mama,
0: right? Like she's dealing with enough stuff. She's like, listen, mm. we'll get through this because we have to. Yes. Ah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I don't. I don't hate the one thing I didn't like about this um, scene because I feel like Melissa has been like very understandable. No, this was more expensive than Melissa. So, but like, so now we got to question everything they've ever told us. I'm like,
0: which, as a 16 year old, like I, not that I'm 16, but I have been 16. Yeah. And i study studied 16 year old brains as like you know part of like human development classes and whatnot. Mm-hmm. It's a very understandable reaction to be like this one new piece of information about someone I I've known my entire life makes me question everything I know about this person
1: mm-hmm.
0: and I do think she's still trying to process this information
1: well I wouldn't even say that's like a 60 year old thing like we watched Big Brother how many times this past season where one piece of information you're like oh I can't trust anything it's just like no
0: sure but I think like for teenagers there's a stronger sense of like the world is black and white and mm, gotcha. if I like if this person does one thing wrong they should be canceled forever like we see that a lot in like online culture of like
2: mm-hmm.
0: of like oh this person when they were 12 years old in 2004 uh said something ableist
2: mm-hmm.
0: and that word happened to be like part of pop culture and common lingo at the time and they've yes. never used that word ever again to the yes. best of our knowledge People will be like, well, you tweeted this in 2004 or whatever. And therefore, Mm -hmm. I should never trust you again. And it's Mm like, or what we can do is say, okay, you said this in the past. This was almost 20 years ago. Mm -hmm. Let's assess how you are now, keeping that information in mind and see what you're like now. And if you continue to exhibit that behavior, that's bad. But 20 years have passed. Maybe you're a different person. Mm -hmm um again that does not condone the fact that it happened in the first place but also if everyone was judged by what they did 20 years ago without ever being given a chance by the general public Mm -hmm. to redeem themselves we wouldn't have a society correct and I, i realize what i'm saying like can be interpreted in many ways i am not saying that we should give everybody you know second third fourth chances i'm saying let's hold back on saying I found out one piece of new information on you and therefore I can never trust anything that ever happened that you've ever said to me. Yes. But for a teenager, like they have very strong senses of justice. They have very strong senses of the world being black and white of a person Mm -hmm. is either trustworthy or not trustworthy. We see this throughout the show with Aria about her parents, how her parents are totally fine. And then all of a sudden, like, because they don't support her relationship with Ezra. They're evil people. That's a Uh You know, I agree with you. Um, mm-hmm. But, like, we see that a lot. And I think about yes. this in context of, like, for example, in American history, we mm-hmm. think about, let's say, Alexander Hamilton. And we think, oh, you know. Great musical. <laughs> true. But also, <laughs> like, revolutionary, fighting for justice, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. The man was in his early 20s. Yeah. And people up through their 20s, and I want to say around 25, but you know, the brain is fully developed, but like you don't have as much life experience until like later in your life. But like people up through their 20s truly have these like senses of justice and radicalism. And that's why we don't see as much action from older generations because you have more life experience, you have more to lose, you have more on the line. Um, Mm -hmm. And what Spencer has right now. She feels like she's just lost the people she can trust the most in. So everything feels up in the air.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So I get it. And also I'm like, like, have you met Veronica? We just called her the best <laughs> parent of <on> the series.
1: <laughs> like, the worst thing Veronica has done is not been around enough.
0: Right, and that's and what I she's writing for. for her family.
1: <laughs> she has a whole ass job
0: correct and also try, like,
1: trying to navigate this house that at almost all times is a cold war on the brink of being hot
0: oh and maybe she admitted her cancer scare to to Spencer's boyfriend instead of Spencer but like I'm <laughs> like hey 16 year old let me tell you I almost had cancer once
1: Rock was going through it I give her a pass
0: as someone who's been there I get it yes so yeah, so I don't blame Spencer, but also like in the grand scheme of things, I hope she learns to trust at least Veronica.
1: Like dang, Veronica really is the only parent who's been on the straight nerd the entire time.
0: And like... she gets so much crap for it. <laughs> like, God forbid she's married to Peter. That's her biggest mistake.
1: That's her biggest flaw.
0: And <laughs> you know what? You love who you love as a, if you're both consenting adults.
1: Mm-hmm. I agree. <laughs> Oh, that's the shame.
0: (laughs) Key being both consenting adults. (laughs) And I think that, you know, with everything that uh, Melissa's been through, she has a little bit of perspective to be like, we will get through this. Like, you know, we got through everything with Ian. We got through so much with, like, Allison disappearing and, like, everything that's happened in the past couple of years. Like, we will get through this. Mm -hmm. and i think she also knows being married married to somebody who kept their own secrets that you know veronica might have had her reasons Mm -hmm. so i don't know i'm not mad at it i'm not either um i'm not upset so emily uh
1: i thought about being upset
0: i know she's not doing well she keeps trying to reach maya Mm -hmm. who to the best of our knowledge has run away Mm -hmm. um and maya is not answering the phone so emily has to leave a voicemail yes and like i guess if you're going to try and disappear like yeah you wouldn't answer your phone you wouldn't turn on your phone i watched hunted (laughs) this is like the second week in a row we've brought this show up
1: like here's the thing right I feel like the show Hunter has came up too many times in my life over the past month.
0: <laughs> I think about that show so often.
1: Especially for it to have only one season. Well, yeah, but the British version
0: on Amazon Prime, so good. The British <laughs> version is so good. Anyway, uh, Maya is going full hunted. She is not answering her phone. It might not even mm. be on. And, and Emily is devastated. So she's sitting down uh, trying to process all this, and Paige invites her to go around town and collect donations for the swim team.
1: Do you know how much of a, um emotional shock it was for me to see her?
0: Yeah, I was like, oh, I thought you were written over the show. <laughs> <laughs> like, I knew she wasn't because I've seen this show too many times, and I was like, oh, I didn't realize it was so soon that you came back.
1: I, mean, I was like, oh, that was I was not prepared for this, emotionally or physically.
0: And it's important to note the last time that we saw Paige her parents were exposed to be at least her father was exposed to be like a raging homophobe.
1: Oh yeah. I remember that now. I forgot he about like, that. She so wanted
0: Emily kicked off the swim team and potentially kicked out of the school for being gay.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Essentially. Uh, because Emily beat out Paige to be like swim captain or something like that. Yes. Um, And Emily's like I can't. I'm sorry. And Paige is insistent, and she's like, "Swim season's over. We like what? What else do you have to do?" And to her credit, she says, "Okay." I'm like Hannah, who won't go dress shopping with Mona. Because <laughs> what is Emily? Say it with me. A, A good loser. friend. Oh.
1: oh. <laughs> okay. We <laughs> interesting.
0: Well, I think Emily overall is like a good friend to a fault.
1: I think overall Emily is a good friend.
0: Like that is her biggest flaw. I could
1: never be a good friend to someone who tried to kill me.
0: That is accurate. (laughs) And like, to be clear, it's not like they were swimming, horsing around, and like Paige accidentally pressed down, like accidentally like pushed. Emily underwater, or whatever. Yeah. Like, she actively tried to drown her. Correct. Like, <laughs> um, so
1: listen, Emily, Paige can go on a redemption arc. just not with me. Just not with me. Really? I'll be honest. What, what, why, why, why are you saying really? I don't like Paige either. Like, are you? I feel like this show is actively trying to make Paige, like, ever, every time I see Paige, at least over the past, like, season like it seems like they've been trying to make her more sympathetic character in my eyes yeah and I don't like it and and it's like people can change people can grow
0: what someone's so sexually repressed that they want to kill the person they like I mean it's happened but it's usually with men
1: towards women And, and it's not okay
0: and also, like, this is not the lesbian representation that we deserve.
1: Like, we love um Emily and Maya.
0: Yeah. We loved Emily and Sam. Yeah. Samara, but whatever.
1: <laughs> Emily and, and I ba-
0: firmly believe that the only reason that uh that Samara and Emily didn't work out is because Claire Holt had to film the vampire diaries.
1: Really interesting. yeah
0: i i think it could have worked
1: i think that would have been a fun couple
0: it was a normal relationship issue of like hey i don't know if this is right for me i don't know if you're you vibe with my friend group we aren't official so i'm still going on dates it was miscommunication it Mm -hmm. was not i tried to kill you
1: oh yeah because um one of sam's friends was like Peeping Super Emily. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Ah, yep. I remember. Mm. But,
0: like, you know, it's like all things considered, I think that had a higher likelihood of working out because, yes. again, I do believe in second chances. I do believe in redemption. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that Paige's redemption needs to be with Emily. Correct. Or with any of Emily's friends.
1: I agree with that as well.
0: I am a firm I- believer I- abuse mm-hmm. someone once and you're out of my life.
1: I think that's fair, more than valid. So,
0: yeah, yeah. Um, speaking of bad friends, Hannah. <laughs> I love Hannah so much, but like, yeah, she's not a great friend in this. In the past couple of episodes, just, to listen, Mona.
1: Can like Hannah and acknowledge that um, she's a bad friend of Mona. You can like Ashley, but also acknowledge that she deserves to be in jail for stealing money. Like, it, like, the woman is dead. <laughs> in case
0: you don't live no living family who's going to press charges
1: like listen jay two things can be true at the same time and they don't have to conflict
0: you're saying they do
1: who said that
0: you when just now
1: i feel like those were not the words i came not mouth
0: okay aj i just want to recognize first of all that you are wearing chiefs colors so i love that for you <laughs> anyway
1: listen listen i'm I'm not anti-cheese. Like I will say that. Like,
0: I mean, they should totally change their name and their symbolism, but uh, just because like it's disrespectful to indigenous people. But like otherwise, like the yeah. team is great. I love Patrick Mahomes.
1: They're great. He's such oh, a good yeah. guy.
0: He's so tier. good to his wife and his babe and his and his kids.
1: Remember when his brother was wilding? I do. <laughs>
0: I love Patrick.
1: <laughs> yeah, Patrick's the good one.
0: And Travis Kelsey he's doing, he is so lovely to these young women who are only getting into football because of Taylor Swift. And he answers their <laughs> questions like genuinely, he's not, not like making fun of them for like not knowing like football plays. And I'm like, okay, like that is a man who like sees that someone has an opportunity to learn about what you do. And he's treating them like genuine people instead of like making fun of them. Um, And also he did a, a lot of like, like, in, like, correcting misinformation about COVID vaccines here in the Midwest, so we love nice. it. Like anyway, it. back to you Hannah. Like you know?
1: Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> Mona is deciding which dress to try on, and while she's doing that, she happens to get another text from A. Um, and this time, she decides to tell Hannah about it. And Come this text back. is a picture of Wilden kissing Hannah's mom.
2: Ooh.
0: And uh, Mona explains it's been happening uh, since a few days ago. um, And all the texts are accusing her of shoplifting. Um, And Hannah's like, obviously, I need to ask if any of these texts are about me.
1: Like, first off, (laughs) first thing (laughs) sorry. I'm so happy that someone can come to the conclusion. After only a few days of getting these A messages, hey, I should probably tell someone about this
0: to be fair the core four had each other
1: and guess what that's not who she like honestly Mona made the wrong decision in telling Hannah because they don't know how to properly handle this
0: (laughs) sure but like she thinks she's telling her only friend
1: fair you you know what you made a point there
0: like who else is she gonna tell Noel Khan Jenna
1: well we need more friends from Mona I, I want Mona to have better friends and other friends.
0: I agree. I want um, the best part. We've said that since want, day one.
1: I also want to meet her parents. Yeah, <laughs> like
0: where are her parents? <laughs> I'm um, teacher. that's what I want to know. But yeah. um, Mona says they're not really about you. They're more about your mom, and she shows the picture that she was sent. Um, and Hannah, God bless her, she's like, that's obviously photoshopped, and Mona's like, okay.
1: Sure.
0: (laughs) And let me tell you, something feels off about this. About the picture? No, about Mona's reaction to Hannah being like it's photoshopped. Because she's she's like, like Mona is just very smart Mm
2: -hmm.
0: and very uh, she like she can pick up on small details, Mm -hmm. and I think. I think Mona would know if something was photoshopped and this whole episode she comes across as kind of ditzy whereas like a couple episodes ago she was breaking into the principal's computer
1: I want to call this ditzy I would call this more thrown off based based on what like, like Mona has obviously been disturbed by these messages from the very first message that we saw Mona receive she had a physical negative reaction to it so and she said this has been happening for a few days. So when someone that has, as she says in the scene, it's weird feeling like you're being watched twenty four seven. Like you're not going to be on your a game.
0: That's your a game. Uh, <laughs> I, I think I think that's true, but I think the way she's acting feels different. Mm-hmm. And I think we've seen Mona in tough situations before, and this feels more like. I'm trying to be, I'm trying to be something I'm not Mona. So like the beginning, when we first met Mona, she was like popular Mona, as opposed to like nerd Mona. And you could tell that like a certain amount of it was an act. None of her reactions felt super genuine this episode. And it could just be like the actress, you know what I mean? Like it could just be bad acting. It is a teen drama, but it just felt off to me.
1: It it could be bad acting in a drama, or it could be like like a sign that Emily and Hannah, not Emily, Mona and Hannah's like relationship is a lot more strained than it once was. And, yeah, and now you're and now Mona's also getting this information about Hannah's mom, and like it's like very like I don't know if I can trust you and what you're telling me is going to be on the up and up because you're going to protect your mom before you <laughs> protect That's
0: me. True. So. When you first were watching this episode, you thought that it might be Mona and a helper. Yes. Let me float past you the idea that maybe if Mona is A, she mm. knows about all the A messages.
2: Mm.
1: And
0: this is her way of trying to win Hannah's trust.
1: Ooh. Oh. Oh, that, that, that'll be a fun theory. <laughs> like that i like that okay i see you jay and again i
0: it could be bad acting it could be that the relationship is strained it could be mona doesn't feel like being her full self around hannah because hannah hasn't been a good friend so why would she be Mm -hmm. her full self good point so all of the above um like yes so hannah starts asking questions and she's like is the uh is this a person like telling you to do things or anything like that um and like are you going to do anything with the picture if they threaten you and Mona says that they live through Allison so they can definitely live through this texting and like why are we talking about Allison still you you know what I mean like in terms of
1: like, like uh, I understand from Mona because uh, Allison was a very traumatizing person for her in her life. The trauma that she had caused her uh, in her life, so I, I understand Mona being like, I had this person that has terrorized me for years, and I was able to come out on the other side of that stronger. I'm not afraid for some random person testing me. That makes sense to me. This is when I need Hannah to tell Mona, Yo, <laughs> this person that it. is testing you <laughs>
2: like is that nothing been. like Allison.
0: <laughs> right. And also, and also could like can actually hurt you. And on top of like, cause Hannah doesn't say, like, oh, I've also gotten messages from A, which she should have. And it's just, it's odd. Especially that
1: considering A has put multiple of those girls in a hospital as soon as she finds out messages. Yes.
0: And I think at Mona's party, by the way. Um, and I think yeah. that this reminds me of on survivor or big brother someone gets voted out and they're not mm-hmm. on jury because jury hasn't yeah. started yet okay it's easy to say hey that person we just voted out they're the one that started the they're the reason they they were the reason that there was any drama on the tribe they told me x y and z
2: mm-hmm. about you and
0: yeah. that's why things were starting to turn against you i i never wanted to believe those things but this person was so convincing i'm so glad we got them out yeah And it's sort of giving me those vibes of like, let's blame everything tough on our life on Allison. Yes. When like, yes, they lived through Allison, but Allison literally died and was likely murdered. You know (laughs) what I mean? Like there's someone else at play here that they are not considering. They only lived Mm -hmm. through Allison because someone else got Allison first.
1: You know, when you put it like that, when you phrase it like that it is. Not wrong.
0: And to be fair, Mona doesn't know everything that the well, girls
1: know. But like, I assume like, that that's most like, of
0: this has been in the paper.
1: Because that's my question. Well, pause. Uh,
0: we know that she was murdered because of the paper. Like, from well, the to their,
1: well, to their knowledge, um, Ian killed her. Allison.
0: Sure. But, like, still, like, they only lived through Allison because someone got Allison first. Yes. Like, they didn't live through Allison because they had each other because Hannah like for a while dropped Mona and joined Allison's little group so they wouldn't have made it together as friends they would have made it through Allison if Allison was still alive because Hannah would still be likely with with Allison in that group Mm -hmm. and has Mona really made it through if she doesn't have Noel anymore she doesn't have Jenna her relationship with Hannah's on the rocks.
2: Mm-hmm. Mona's
0: barely made it through Allison. In terms of a social life, who does she have? She was living up on top for a while, but who does she have? Hannah made it through. She has her core four.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And Mona. And Mona, like, you know, like as an add on. Like, I'm glad I have Mona, but she's not the one I trust the most.
1: Which is psychotic because uh, Mona's, Hannah's Mona's best friend.
0: A literal ride or die.
1: Correct. <laughs> like, we will see later on in this episode. <laughs> like, Mona is in, more in on Hannah than Hannah is on Mona.
0: Right. So, like, that's why to me, like, this just feels, like, I feel so bad for Mona. Mm-hmm. If we take this at face value that Mona yes. is not A. Well, either way, I feel bad for her because she, in a way, because she has no one, except maybe a helper, and, like, is the helper a friend, or is it someone you're conveniently working with?
1: No, you can't. I wouldn't consider the helper a friend. Like, especially if they're, like, so willing to turn on you.
0: Right. Unless this is a setup, you know what I mean? Sure. Because, like, if this is a setup to, like, get a better relationship with Hannah, get Hannah to trust her so Hannah doesn't think she's A,
2: Mm -hmm.
0: then, like, it's not really someone turning on Mona; it's someone pretending to turn on Mona.
1: Well, here's my thing. well. I look at Garrett and, and Jenna, right? Like mm-hmm. they they've, they've had like a relationship, um, a a bad relationship that should not have occurred, but it was still a relationship that they felt good about at the time, and was quickly dropped.
2: <laughs> yeah. And,
1: <laughs> and when it was dropped, um, Garrett was left hurt. Uh,
0: and we still so don't know he, the full details of what happened there
1: we do not so as much as um, if this helper is like a positive relationship for mona it can quickly change in a drop That's of the dime true. yes
0: yeah and I, I think like to have this level of information on people like you can't have that level of information and eventually not think that person is going to use that information against you
2: mm-hmm.
0: um but we don't even know if mona's a i feel bad for her regardless because like no matter what she's tried to build herself into the person she wants to be and for what and she's been a good friend yes and it's like all of her work turns into now hannah thinks she could be in trouble so hannah will pay attention to her
1: well it's i think it's been a scenario where like um like Mona bitten by herself, um not just now, but in the past she was isolated. She was dropped from Hannah. Mm-hmm. She was um going through a lot by herself, um, a lot of hard times by herself. And I think when she gained some popularity and notoriety, um she was happy with that. But we also saw her quickly give like a lot of that to other people, people like Hannah and people like No Khan. And we've also seen Mona watch them just drop it. and it's and keep like
0: that power that she once had. Even yeah. though she's the one that gave it to them.
1: Yes. So yeah. So it's, <laughs> oh, hello, <laughs> hello.
2: <laughs>
0: There's a foster kitten with her butt in my face. Um, but yeah, so I totally agree. I do feel really bad for Mona. Um. Yeah.
1: But we, we we're going to talk more about Mona later.
0: Absolutely. But,
1: but now we got to get to Arya, Spencer, and Jonah.
0: Yeah, so they're going to meet at the park, which this park was like a weird looking park to me. I don't know. It looked like a parking lot, if I remember. Yeah,
1: it. it did not look like a park.
0: I was like, and this does not look like a Rosewood park. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, Correct. <laughs> um, but whatever, they go to the other side of town, and they give him the money. Mm-hmm. And well, before they give the money, Spencer's like, uh-uh, you give me the address first. And he's like, okay, but he gets the money. And... Yeah. I,
1: I love Spencer, like, trying to act all tough and always, like, stop that. He's <laughs> so like, shut
0: up, he has information. <laughs> um, and he gives them an address. No name, mm-hmm. no phone number, just an address. Yes. And they are not happy.
1: Nope.
0: But he says, that's what I gave Vivian, who we know is Allison, and mm-hmm. she was happy with it. And Spencer says, give me half the money back. You gave me half the information I wanted. And he said, technically, you gave me the money that Vivian owed me. Um, so I gave you that for free. And then they say that Garrett is in a car watching. So Garrett here. <laughs> it could be that you know he's a police officer. He's doing his job and they happen to see him. But w- I don't think it is. I don't think so. Yeah.
1: I don't trust that, Garrett. That but
0: I don't trust any policemen. Even our buddy? Who's our buddy? The black guy. Okay. I trust him to a certain extent. Okay. <laughs> um. Yeah. And so they were talking about going to this mysterious address and they decide not to. And they weren't gonna like text the other girls or anyone about where they were going. Like they hmm. were just gonna go to this random address.
1: Yes. Yeah, I, I, I know.
0: Like, thank God Garrett was there in some weird way.
1: Like, Jane. Like, it was just going to be these two girls in a room. Like, we don't know what that address led to. We don't know what that place is, who's there. Like, right. they were actually about to put themselves into danger. Like, at least here, they was like, we're going to meet Jonah. And I was not okay with that.
0: <laughs> right. Because this is a grown man
1: mm-hmm.
0: who works in IT mm-hmm. that you don't know. Nope. You just gave him $2,000. Wild. Also, like, they watch him walk away, but they don't watch him, like, leave. And, like, I would need to know that this Jonah guy was not following us. That's fair. Because we don't know who Allie, who's stalking Allie. What if he gave them his address, you know? Like,
1: oh, Oh, yeah,
0: I don't want to get into it, the what ifs, because it doesn't end up happening. So Hannah is still pretty shocked and like messed up inside about what Mona showed her. Um, So she decides to talk to her mom and she's trying to be as like diplomatic and like, what if about it as possible? And she's like, Hey, do you remember officer Wilden, detective Wilden? What would happen if like anyone found out about it? And her mom is like, why are you bringing this up? Mm -hmm. Did he come to your school and talk to you? Is someone saying anything and Hannah's like no I just I just want can't stop thinking about it what would happen and Ashley is honest and she's like if people found out I could lose you because Tom could sue her dad could sue Ashley and basically take custody because you know that shows that Ashley's being an unfit mother
1: I I I don't think Tom would I I disagreed so much for her reasoning like i <laughs> like like there are reasons why um tom could successfully like be like hey, um ashley's unfit to care for our daughter like she has done several things where if it was brought to court it would be like oh this pattern this is a troublesome sign oh, who does a woman choose to sleep with it's not one of them <laughs> if I'm beat. i
0: do think the fact that it was to cover up something that hannah did like I, and it's a police I, officer directly involved in a, not only the mm-hmm. kind of shoplifting case, but also Allison's murder case. Could add to the the case again. Murder her. case. Remember, uh, Wilden, like when Emily was buried alive, and they found like some evidence or whatever.
1: Yes, but she was not sleeping with him to uncover uh, up the murder.
0: Correct, but the but he was already involved in that case he was already on Allison's case like the murder
1: case and this, he a flashback that like they were flirting before that the the case even happened
0: um i think they were but either way the fact that it continued after he was put on the case like he should not have any sort of personal relationship with anybody on that case so he would get and, f- and probably, that's a
1: him, that's a problem but for also
0: him. but also in terms like of I, like
1: stuff, that does not equate to her being unfit as a mother
0: I agree with you on a personal lens. However, mm-hmm. understanding how our system works in the United States, I can see it as you slept with a police officer once to get your daughter your daughter's record cleaned. Perhaps you're trying to cover up more for our daughter. You aren't setting a good example, all those other things. In terms of custody cases, people have lost custody for a lot less mm-hmm. and considering up until Ian was arrested, Hannah was considered a suspect. Mm-hmm. The suspect's parent sleeping with the lead officer on the case, probably is not a good look for family court mm-hmm. and probably would would lead to her losing custody. Unfortunate, like, and I, I agree that. Listen, I'm, I'm Ashley's biggest defender. I just know how cruel family court is, mm-hmm. and I also know that, especially for women, sexual relationships tend to, in especially in family court, be extrapolated into something they aren't, and mm. bring a, they bring across a sort of moral standing of like, this woman is not setting a good example for our child and therefore our child, like, and, and this is also the same time that our, our child started getting involved in the law and like committing misdemeanors. And so like, clearly it was under your care that Hannah started to go down this road and it could be different if she's with me and therefore he could get custody. I don't agree with it. But that is often how family court works.
1: That sounded like a bunch of holes. That, that sounded like a Swiss cheese right there. I'm going to be honest with you, uh,
0: Listen, like, <laughs> I agree with you. But think about it. It's also why when we think of Bill Clinton, we think of it as, ooh, he had an affair and not he sexually harassed and assaulted Monica Lewinsky.
1: Mm. You just said something there.
0: Mm. We, we think about, oh, he he was impeached because of this moral crime. That's not true. He was impeached because, like, he, he, right. there was an impeachment trial because of a sexual crime. But we don't remember it for that. So imagine being a woman trying to keep custody of your child, who was a m- suspect in a murder case of her friend, who has started experiencing behavioral issues that you have since tried to cover up by sleeping with a detective on the case, It's not a good look to the rest of society, regardless of whether it should be. Sleep with whoever you want, as long as it's consensual and you are both adults. And at the same time, it is not what the court wants to see as a role model, because why do we, like why do, what kind of citizens do courts and schools want to have in our society people that follow directions people who are easier to control etc i don't want to get down the rabbit hole too much but i do think women are often held to a higher standard in family court um also in uh abuse in divorce cases that include abuse um Mm -hmm. men often i think i think it's like 60 or 70 percent of the time even when they are the abuser win custody over the mother because the mother has to basically display the burden of, you know, I am able to raise this child on my own. Whereas most people assume that the man can find a job, pay, pay for everything. Uh, And oftentimes the parenting comes down to, were you a good, did you have a good mother figure in your life? And very rarely do we look at did you have a good father figure in your life or a good male role model in your life or a good second parent in your life? Um, especially when it's a white family, we rarely look at that. And I wanna acknowledge that like, there is there are negative stereotypes regarding fathers uh, for people of color, especially in the black community that do play a role in family court. Um, it sucks, it's awful. Like, I'm not saying it's right.
2: Mm. It's
0: just from my experience. (laughs) I'm just Uh, taking
1: it, Andrew.
0: Yeah, I was just like, I I was like, under no circumstances do I think that it's right. And I think Mm -hmm. that Ashley, for the most part, has been a really good mother when, like, in terms of, like, defending her child and doing what she needs to do. And also, we need to understand that, like, people make bad choices, but sometimes they make the ba- the best bad choice that they can make.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And I think Ashley has, in some cases, made the best bad choice that she could, given the circumstances that she was in. Some of those involved illegal activity.
1: Yep. <laughs> and, and I will happily call her out on it.
0: <laughs> and do I think that she is an unfit mother? if she's an unfit mother, there are several other parents in this show that are also unfit in, in parents.
1: Yes. I agree.
0: So if she's going to lose custody, I have lots of questions for the Rosewood police. The end.
2: Um. <laughs> like, that's fair.
0: Yeah, I mean, like, come on. Okay. We will
1: get into it. It <laughs> like, like I like I I'm not I feel like at least at this point right now I will be like wasting my breath and just preaching to the choir. About, okay, I was uh,
0: like, I was like, okay. if you disagree with me, I wanna hear it, but also like no, I don't think I'm wrong. <laughs> like, <laughs> like you won't catch me being like, Oh, you're right, I was completely wrong. There are probably nuanced things that I'm like not hundred percent right about, but like and like, if someone has more experience in family court wants to write in and tell me that I'm completely wrong, I'm open to it. <laughs> and at the same time, like based on my experience with social work, I've had par- i've I've seen parents lose custody of a child because they worked three jobs and weren't able to be home to make sure their kid could do their homework all the time. And therefore their kid was, and, they, and their kid walked to school and because their kid walked a mile to school
2: mm.
0: unsupervised and the kid was not doing well in school, and the parent worked three jobs and wasn't home with their child enough, that mother lost custody. Mm-hmm. So like, you know. <laughs> I, I just think that our system's a little
2: fucked up.
1: It is completely unfair. But you yeah. know. That's for a different podcast on a different day.
2: Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: AJ will be coming out with a legal podcast uh, in the next couple of years. <laughs> catch him I'm on be, suits just kidding
1: listen we're not I'll coming for you
0: Chappelle.
1: yeah i'm not yeah <laughs> i like them too much to come for them it's i find me. them to be for the most part wonderful men
0: i don't know enough to say otherwise so
1: like like until they prove me otherwise
0: <laughs> okay i was like do you know something i don't i was like i think they're fantastic
1: No, like, like, I believe most people I know slash associate with are wonderful people until they prove me wrong.
0: Amazing. So let's talk about some horrible people.
1: Wait, who? Oh.
0: (laughs) So Ari is talking to Ezra. She's like, oh, when's your interview? And Ezra's like, oh, I'm, you know, about to be on a plane to, I think, New Orleans. Um, And as they're trying to talk about it, Ella walks in. And, and Aria says, Okay, Emily, I'll talk to you later, and hangs up. Aria,
1: stop. I don't even think she was pretending to talk to Emily, if I'm being honest with you, because she didn't name a name. She was just like, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll talk to you RC tomorrow. See you tomorrow. Bye. Yeah. Well, <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah. <laughs> talk to someone. And, she was talking uh, to her. Ella comes in with the letter that Byron received saying like, basically like, do you know who, like it's 10 PM, do you know where your daughter is? Uh, and then gives the address of the restaurant she was supposed to meet Ezra at, the vegan mm-hmm. French place.
1: Yeah. And
0: uh, she's like, do you know who would send this? And Arya, you could tell she is uncomfortable. Yes. Um, And Ella starts wondering whether Ezra might know the person who sent the letter. And Arya says, "No, no, no. He wouldn't know." Mm. Okay, how would you know what Ezra would know?
1: That's not kind of interesting uh, that Ezra's brought up here, but that's a different question.
0: Well, I think like clear, like clearly, what is the one thing Arya is not supposed to be doing? Hanging out with Ezra. Mm. Um. So Ella brings up that she got a letter about a year ago about Meredith, that was mm. also signed by A.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: and Arya just looks really freaked out mm-hmm. and Ella basically is like don't worry your dad and I will be looking into this we're going to find out
1: uh oh so here's the thing right and I think I explained on my on the last podcast how I was like very upset and nervous with the situation that happened because I thought it was just going to be dropped uh, I am so glad <laughs> that Byron showed Ella the letter
0: yeah, good good dad moment.
1: Good good dad moment. Like, Byron, number two dad.
0: Um, yeah.
1: I'm not wrong. <laughs> I'm not I, think wrong through. I was
0: like, who's the fourth dad? Okay, anyway.
1: <laughs> uh, with that being said, uh, because I'm being buck with you, to Ella, this A person is batting 100. Like, A, this A person has not been wrong about anything. Like, A was like, yo, your husband was having an affair. And guess what? Her husband was having an affair. And guess who knew? Your daughter knew. And guess what? Her daughter knew. So she's like, you know what? I don't know who this A person is. And these incidences have, like, happened too far apart. I'm assuming she hasn't really told a lot of people that, like, oh, A told me about my husband's affair. So I'm like, if this person is the same person there is something to this letter that we need to look yeah so it brought me joy
0: and the fact that that ella's like i'm gonna find out like i'm just like i sure hope you do and then we'll get to it
1: we'll get to it Uh, comment but like Ella's like and she's on one um for a good portion of this episode like there's something off here there's something off with you and i will find out
0: yeah so we'll go back to Emily and Paige who are collecting, who have gotten back to school after connecti- collecting donations. And Paige gets a call from her mom. And she's like, yeah, I'm just hanging out with Emily. Her mom, we don't hear, but so- asks something like who's Emily and Paige says, just a friend.
1: Cause you say he's just a friend.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Emily, after the call, after Paige hangs up is like, what was that about? Mm-hmm. So it turns out that Paige came out to her parents and Emily's like, "Um, your father's kind of a bigot. She doesn't say that, but you see it on her face. Mm-hmm. And Paige actually says that it went over as well as it could have. And she got courage from Emily and she wishes that she came out sooner. And this is where I think the Alan Turing connection comes in as a potential connection
1: um speak on it cuz I'm intrigued
0: so alan turing is gay yes and he's grappling with his homosexuality yep. um and he's also breaking the breaking the the german enigma code mm-hmm. and i think about Paige breaking the own code to her own sexuality mm-hmm. and to her own, her parents about everything and it's weird that her parents took it so well mm-hmm. or at least that her dad would have taken it so well. Mm-hmm. Um, so part of me wonders, Hey, did you really come out to your parents? Mm-hmm. Cause like, I could like, my parents could be like, Oh, who are you on? Who are you having a call with earlier? And I could say, Oh, AJ, he's just one of my friends. Hey. Which you're more than just one of my friends. You are a wonderful friend. And oh, at the same time, like it's a normal sentence to say, mm. and then also connecting the the only plot line where we see homosexuality overtly here, because you mm-hmm. can make the argument that perhaps Mona has a crush on on Hannah. I can see it in my little fantasy head. Not that interesting.
1: Kind of I was about to say, Maybe. I don't see it, but you know what?
0: Like, she like there's say that several comments that, If I was
1: gay. <laughs> there's several
0: comments that Mona has made towards Hannah where I'm like,
1: okay. Um but listen, would not be the worst relationship Hannah been in.
0: I'm saying. <laughs> and I do but as the only gay plot line that we have, mm-hmm. it makes me think, okay, so there's the gay plot line, and then there's also who has a coding plot line or like who is mysterious in this show and it's a Mm -hmm. is page connected to a is she grappling with what she has done either as or for a while grappling with her own homosexuality
1: interesting i don't think i've ever pondered that before
0: Because Paige is very insistent in this episode towards Emily. And I get that she still likes this girl and that Paige is like a little psychotic. A little. But like, (laughs) you know who else is a little psychotic? Hey. A little. (laughs) I'm just saying, there's a possibility here. I don't know if I fully buy it, but there is a possibility of paige being connected to a
1: interesting
0: maybe regretting it maybe not regretting it
1: because i'll be honest with you and i think this is from the moment i met paige like paige just never fit into the story or the show it Mm -hmm. just never made sense why she's here
0: so why Um, is she there
1: Get those Ned declassified viewers. <laughs> but why is
0: she there? It
1: I I don't make sense to me. Cause it's not like uh, a situation where she's like the potential utter love interest. Where like sure there was like the idea that like um she could be Emily's love of interest, but she was never like in a, like it a love triangle. Had, yeah. Like it was like this was a fun night. We're in two different spaces. Deuces. Like, I'm honestly, very mature. And yet,
0: and yet, we're supposed to believe she's always been at the school. That she's been friendly ish with Emily because they're both on the swim team.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So, if Paige has always been there, I'm sure she knows something. Like Paige always. Whether that, that something guy. is on a friend level or an A level is what we need to figure out. That's the code we need to break.
1: I don't know. I don't know about Paige.
0: I don't trust her, I'll tell you that much.
1: I also don't trust her.
0: So uh Emily's gonna get a text message that interrupts her conversation with Paige about Paige coming out. Um, mm-hmm. and it's an SOS from Hannah. And Emily's like, I got to go, but I'm so happy for you. And it's clear that Paige, like, is like, I came out to my, like, you get it. At least I got the vibe of like, I came out to my parents because I want to date you. Mm
2: -hmm. Oh, like
0: that. There's an undertone of like, I did this so that we can move forward in our relationship. Mm-hmm. And that she is not happy that Emily seems caught up on Maya. Because Maya's just up up and disappeared. And what has Maya ever done for Emily, in Paige's opinion? Except hurt Emily. As far as she as did. far as Paige knows.
1: This is why you don't stick your toes into other people's relationships. Like you don't know what's been happening. Right. You, you don't know what's <laughs> like right. it is it's It's not like Maya is out here and Emily's been talking about how like terribly Maya treats her or like this that and the other Correct. like it's pure she's just, jealousy
0: that has fueled this
1: yeah like the only thing she's say, ever said about Maya negatively is like we got into a fight and now she's not talking to me and it's like
0: which makes me question yet again
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh what like everything we know about Paige has been calculated
2: hmm.
0: and is this her way of calculating her way into a relationship with Emily or into a way where a position where she can take advantage of Emily.
1: I need her to calculate herself out of Emily's life.
0: Agreed. <laughs> so the SOS text from Hannah gets all the girls in into Spencer's house uh, where Hannah tells the girls that about her mom sleeping with uh, Officer Weldon to get shopl- oh. shoplifting charges dropped and that Mona's been t- getting texts from A about it. And Emily's like, well, how much did you tell Mona? And Hannah lies and says that she said nothing, which mm. isn't a complete lie, but like, isn't? And I feel like it's, it's not a lie. She didn't tell right? her
1: anything that I think she should have told her.
0: Right, yeah. And mm. she feels bad lying to Mona. So mm. when Hannah goes down to get food, Spencer asks- Like, Hannah,
1: like listen- Lying is not just telling a falsehood. It's submitting statements that you know is important.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um when Hannah goes is going to go get food, Spencer's like, check and see if Garrett's outside. He followed us home.
1: Ooh, pause, can I tell you my favorite Spencer line, maybe ever yeah. that she said in the scene? Okay. Spencer like because <laughs> um when she was talking about the um what was happening with A and her mom and stuff, right? Spencer was like, all this over. He <laughs> designed a pair of glasses. <laughs>
0: Spencer's <laughs> never been popular in her life. Okay, <laughs> she doesn't understand.
1: No, but like I'm gonna be honest with you, when she said that, I felt that in my soul. I was like,
0: same, but like, yeah.
1: <laughs> so, I, and I don't get Spencer her props often nowadays. So, I found fair. a moment, so I was like, let me do it.
0: So Hannah's downstairs, and Arya, Spencer, and Emily are upstairs, and aria tells the other girls that a sent a letter to her dad trying Mm -hmm. to get her caught with ezra and now her mom wants to find out who a is and spencer puts two and two together she's like why would a send your mom your dad a letter like that Mm
1: -hmm. if you're
0: not even seeing ezra anymore good question Um, oh go ahead
1: no i said that's a great question
0: it is and spencer's mad and i love this she's like I thought we were, I thought we were going through this together. I, I thought we were both bonding over our, our lost loves or whatever. And I'm just like, girl, I made you break up with Toby. And as far as we know, Toby has never been happier.
1: Stop. I'm about, I'm about to deconstruct everything real quick. First things first, I'm mad at Emily because Emily was like, I understand it makes a lot of sense. Um, no, it is not okay that she's um, in a relationship with a um, grown adult. Like you should not be encouraging that. And then I thought Spencer was going to be mad that, like, no, this is not okay. I don't know what show I have been watching. I know she's always been okay with this come <laughs> up. I was like, maybe Spencer came to her senses. No, she's just upset that um, <laughs> Arya still gets to see that bad relationship But she can't see Toby because not because A was like actively threatening Toby like A has done to um, Arya's parents or like A has done to Mona or like A has done to Caleb. But because Spencer was like, you know what? Let me just break up with Toby and make this a very emotional thing about me. (laughs) Like, like, like Spencer has never needed to break up with Toby. Like A never forced him to do that. Because let me tell you something. If A wanted to fuck with Toby, A would have fucked with Toby. (laughs) So, like, Spencer, you being upset with your actions is all on you. This has nothing to do with Arya, but also, because he was like, oh, Arya, you've been doing a good job at lying. <laughs> or, or you do that often, or something like that. Like, I'm like, Spencer, get off, <laughs> get off your high horse. Get off Stay mad.
2: <laughs> and
0: Arya's, like, gonna try to defend herself, I guess, but uh, no. Hannah calls the other girls downstairs instead. Yeah. Nice. Because Hannah gets an email from Caleb, and it's a different perspective of Ian's video from Allison's room,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and someone's gonna gonna walk in the room, which is what they expect.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but it's not Allison. Nope. It's Melissa.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And Melissa sounds angry, looks angry, mm-hmm. and she's like, "Where is she?" Mm-hmm. And then I think they pause the video, where the video is over. And or like the segment is over and the girls are like what the hell we need to turn melissa in when has that ever worked for them
1: Uh, jay can i get mad again real quick these motherfuckers do not know how to learn their lesson because how many times have they got an incomplete image and the first thought was let's turn this into the police jay Tell me what's incriminating about this video, about Melissa at all. They were like, oh my God, we're about to watch Allison get murdered. And then Melissa watched in.
0: First of all, their reactions are not appropriate for thinking they're about to watch their friend get murdered. No. <laughs> and you just said everything I was gonna say anyway. So like I'm so glad you said it instead.
1: Okay, I'm I'm glad, because it baffled me. Like, and the anger they had for Spencer for not wanting to immediately go to the police was baffling to me.
2: Like... And then, on
0: top of that, it makes me question, like, you know the video we got with Ian? Is that the full video?
1: No, because when they went to the gravesite, site, more of it played. (laughs) They never had the full video of anything, ever.
0: And and it makes, it does make me wonder like, I know they had other evidence, including a alleged confession from Ian, but it makes me wonder if Ian actually did it.
1: Ah, fair. <laughs> I thought you about to say against Melissa. I was like, what evidence did they had against Melissa? no. Because no, this, no. this is the first time Moses has ever been associated with anything that's been going on that night.
0: <laughs> yeah, and Spencer like, and Spencer is like, okay, let me talk to her first. We've been going through a lot and like I want to talk to her, tell her the truth about some things. Mm -hmm. And at this point in time, my brain went, oh, like the fact that you sold her ring, her wedding ring to get Toby a truck. (laughs) And let me tell you, I knew that wasn't the answer, but I was so hoping.
1: Like, it'll be nice. Like I need Spencer to pay for that. It's never going to
0: happen. I swear to God. Like, I, I, not in a, like, I've seen the show a thousand times, I swear to God, but, like, that's just going to be an unresolved plot point of, like, Spencer's a bad sister.
1: Listen, let me tell you something. If I had not quit the podcast, I will be on season six being like, why has she not paid for stealing her sister's wedding ring or engagement ring? Because I stay on stuff until justice is served. I this show is not justice. about
0: justice being served. <laughs> um oh you did not just mute me <laughs> i did not not on purpose um so spencer's gonna go to the pub uh and try and find melissa Interesting. I don't know why melissa's at a pub because why melissa is pregnant yeah why is melissa at a pub <laughs>
1: i love that you're calling this a pub this definitely makes so much joy
0: well like because the sign outside said like whatever pub
1: ah fair enough yeah, yeah uh, you, I know, you know i that. struggle to read <laughs>
0: you know it's, it's all good i just like i remember i just remember the name and like it's just it's stupid anyway gotcha. um also we'll find out later that ren is there and of course ren is at a place that's a pub because
2: he's
1: friend here
0: but oh, yeah. anyway, uh, <laughs> <I'm British. laughs> I don't know. I don't know why Melissa's supposed to be at this pub. Mm-hmm. Um, but Spencer's going to go there. Okay. Meanwhile, at Hannah's house, Mona shows Hannah an incident report uh, from when Hannah was caught shoplifting, and mm-hmm. it turns out the report was put into Mona's mailbox by A, with a mm-hmm. sticky note on it that. Um, a sticky note that says "Hannah's uh, police report uh, yesterday's trash tomorrow's news," mm-hmm. so basically saying that she has to turn it into the news to the newspaper, the Rosewood Observer, or else Mona's going to get in trouble.
1: Can I give it buck fifty real quick? Yeah. A teenage girl stealing from a mall is not newsworthy.
0: It is not. And it's not like it's been like a, a slow news week in Rosewood. Yeah.
1: Like, like, oh, no. Right. You stole. Like, pause. Children think, do not steal.
0: <laughs> I think that wasn't the news story, though. I think the news story was uh, Wilden being a corrupt police officer and, well, yeah. and Ashley sleeping with him, which could ruin Ashley's reputation and get her we've seen people get in trouble for last, so
1: yes well i'm talking about fort mona
0: oh right right but i think like what they're saying what a is saying is like i have evidence that you were shoplifting
1: yeah
0: i'm going to send you into the i'm going to turn you into the police if you don't tell the newspaper about wilden and ashley
1: i got you yeah okay fair um much. And, Which, like, I love nothing more than, A, using their powers for good and exposing abusive powers.
0: <laughs> so you're saying Mona to turn it in. God,
1: turn it in. Get that man fired.
0: Okay. Turnitin.com. You heard it here first.
2: <laughs> um,
0: let's cut back to the pub. Because Spencer orders a coffee. And Emily's uh, texting Spencer and is like, hey, have you talked to Melissa yet? Listen, the girl just got there, okay?
1: Well, I feel like Emily's, like, an annoying friend. And this not the first.
0: (laughs) I get it. And also, like, Spencer will tell you when she's done it.
1: Yes.
0: (laughs) If it's on Spencer's to-do list, it's getting done.
1: Correct, correct. Spencer's a lot of things. And a doer is one of them.
0: Oh, yeah. She does a lot of things. She does. <laughs> and uh, she's so stressed. And uh, she takes a shot, uh, literally, like, a shot from the tray that the waitress left. And you
1: know what was on that tray.
0: Like, you don't know what's in that shot. You don't, know, you don't know who ordered it. She just takes it. She's like, okay, I just need to get drunk because she's stressed, <laughs> liquid courage. And I'm like, there's no way someone sees a 16 year old sitting at the literal bar of the bar.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And like, lets that happen. No. Not um. But either way, uh, Ren shows up and they start talking and then Spencer sees Melissa outside getting in Garrett's car. What? <laughs> why would Spencer why, not Spencer why would Melissa be with Garrett they like went to high school together but they're not friends
1: I don't like the only thing I could think of is because you know they were in the natty club together but I don't know what that has to do with Melissa
0: right and also like I guess like it seems like everyone moves back to Rosewood so that's not even applicable I, I was like I guess like when you're a certain age, only a certain amount of your friends have moved back to your hometown, mm-hmm. but like all of her high school friends have moved back.
1: Honestly, what's so, not mean that great? I'll be back with you.
0: Yeah. So I don't. I don't know. Uh, and Spencer's just as confused as, as we are. Um, yeah. And Ren says that uh, she's seen them. That he's seen them together, Melissa and Garrett, at a doctor's appointment.
1: At the OBGYN.
0: Yeah. So, why is Garrett taking uh, taking Melissa to her OBGYN appointments? I guess it could That's be as a, a favor question. to Ian, because Ian and Garrett were friends.
1: Um, I think, think, no, they already got married. Do you think Garrett was at the wedding? Or was it like a shaka wedding? I or think was it like was like we home. went to
0: the courthouse. But uh, he could have been okay. the witness. I Jared? don't know. But like, it is one of those things where like, I could see it being like, this is a favor to like, Ian's widow.
1: <laughs> my, my only thought about it was like, if Ian had a best man, would it have been Garrett?
0: I mean, I think it's either Garrett or Jason.
1: I don't think he's not of calling on Jason. <laughs> yeah, <You know>, that's what <laughs> I've let him.
0: <laughs> So like, I get it, and also. That's iffy at best.
1: But, like, here's what I was about to say. I don't feel like Melissa would like someone like Garrett. But I also wouldn't have took Melissa as someone who would like someone like Ian. So, you know.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. But also, like, we don't know that much about Melissa.
1: We know enough to know that she's fun.
0: That she's fun and also she has a good <laughs> head on her shoulders. I don't think she's a bad person. No. I do think Garrett is a bad person. Yes. But even good people can have bad friends. Correct. Um, so then Melissa uh, texts her sister and says that her class are in late and they need to reschedule. So she's lying.
1: Melissa's uh, uh, in
2: school. What?
1: Melissa's in school.
0: Uh, I think she's still in law school.
1: Oh. Okay.
0: Yeah, I think so. Which can you imagine being in law school dating someone in medical school? Like that relationship was not gonna work for many reasons, but also they had no time for each other.
1: Let me tell you something, Jay. That makes so much sense to me. (laughs) Those sentences makes a lot of sense. And I mean, like I I know
0: people who like they're both in medical school, or one's in law school, one's in medical school, but like they still effortfully make time for each other. And, like, it was clear Ren was making plenty of time for other people and not for Melissa.
1: Correct, correct, correct. Uh, that, that that relationship was just doomed to fail. Like, those yeah. two. Mm.
0: Um, um, like, like, so I, like, I thought I was
1: about to say it. Like, being in law school and pregnant. Like, that's wild.
0: That also. <laughs> but, like, that was beyond her control to
2: a certain degree. Like,
1: like you, Like, you already have, like, so much stress added to you. Like, I, I don't know, I would have took a leave of absence. And she,
0: like was, at and she was getting married on a whim.
1: Honestly, Melissa was doing a lot for a law student.
0: And her husband is dead. Honestly, Melissa's going through a lot. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't do it.
1: We don't know Melissa. We know enough.
0: <laughs> Melissa must be like an all-star student. Has to be. She's the next uh, Annalise Keating. From How to Get Away with Murder.
1: And and she's like, How to Get Away with Murder. I've done it before.
0: (laughs) My husband did it. Um, Which, honestly, is, spoiler alert, highly relatable to How to Get Away with Murder. (laughs) Um, So Hannah tells Mona, meanwhile, that A is not joking about the threat. Like, A will follow through. Mm-hmm. And Mona's like, "How the hell would you know that?" Um, Hannah doesn't really give her an answer, but yeah. like, when she Mona said week, like,
1: "Oh, it would take too long," or something like that.
0: Yeah, yeah, and it's like, like if I told you everything A has done, we could we would be here all year. And it's like, okay, but you can tell her something.
1: Like that's not what she asked. Everything that she's done, she's asking how also, do you, you know it? That- like,
0: remember when I got hit by a car at your party? That, that was, was a. a-
1: yeah, like honestly, that's that's enough, and that took what, Jay? Eight seconds.
0: Correct. <laughs> um, and Mona's like, okay, so what should I do about the report? And Hannah's like, we'll think of something in time, but don't do anything yet. And then Mona's like, I just got a text from A that says, like, I have until ten p.m., ten a.m. tomorrow to make a decision. So, like, you better come up with an idea quickly. Yes. Um, Spencer's still calling Melissa Melissa is not answering Spencer takes another shot um, She's she getting drunk at the pub
1: She's getting drunk drunk uh, Like here's the thing right The moment you say Sorry my class ran late Can we schedule this another time Probably means I might not be answering you We might not be in contact for the rest of the night
0: Yes. And like, if something urgent has happened to me and I know my mom is like teaching or like out to dinner, like I'll call her twice or three times in a row or over the course mm. of like 20, 30 minutes to be like, this is urgent.
1: Yeah.
0: So like, I get it. Um, sorry. Um, meanwhile, I know we're, we're going back and forth. I know. But uh, Ashley is cleaning up the kitchen and sees Hannah and Mona's books, and then finds that the incident report with A's post-it note being like, "Hey, this is going to go to the news," um, is with it.
2: Mm.
0: So now Ashley knows at least that a someone named A is threatening Hannah or Mona, which makes sense as to why uh, why Hannah was asking about what would happen if it got out. Mm-hmm. So she's starting to connect the dots, which you know I love when the parents start to connect the dots and like actually might do something about it. Um,
1: Whenever the parents need to start to connect the dots, what I need is for them to call like another one, and be like, "Come over, we're drinking red wine and we're solving this mystery."
0: Listen, I want I want a mom squad show so bad with the mothers' of rosewood. You don't understand. This was the hottest idea from the fandom. From early on, they're like, we want the moms to have a red wine club, a glug club, if you will, where they where they solve they solve like these little mysteries. And maybe they're not the mysteries the girls are working on. Maybe it's like yeah. and they think they solve it. But like we just mm-hmm. want more mom content.
1: Like the moms are all fun. Mm-hmm. I'm I my opinion, I want to do by the end. Come on, but the moms in general. Have potential. Yeah, they they do. They all have potential.
0: Um, yeah, but they don't really look after their daughters because Aria, Hannah, and <laughs> are going to this random office, like this random address that Dona gave them and it's an abandoned law firm office. Again, like what?
1: Um, that was a law firm office.
0: Yeah, again, it was oh. just like one of the things where like you could see like a sign outside.
1: Um, see it's dark outside yeah yeah. I, I, Pretty Little Liars is not a funny show I oddly laughed um, when they were trying to get the chains off the fence yeah so they're like
0: they're trying to break into this house they're not very good at it Uh, (laughs) the door's locked so they're trying to find a way in and Mm Arya sees a stack of letters in the mail slot she tries to take them out Mm -hmm. and as she's doing this a random old man yells back at her from inside the alarm goes off, and Arya falls back and kind of hurts her leg, and so the girls help her up and they run away.
1: That was this one was crazy. This was a mess.
0: It happened so fast,
1: like so quickly. I I, I could barely comprehend what went down.
0: <laughs> and that's why I had to watch it like two or three times, which is how I caught it was a law firm.
1: Ah, uh, fair enough.
0: <laughs> um, because I was like, wait a minute, like, do we get any clues as to who this man is? No. Mm. Do you have any ideas about who the man is?
1: Actively not. Like, I've never seen that old white man before.
0: Okay, just wanted to make sure, because I was like, I don't think we've seen him, but maybe you have an idea. Maybe you think it's someone's uncle. I don't know.
1: (laughs) 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 It took me a second to comprehend what you said, because I thought you said, (laughs) maybe you thought it was just some uggo.
0: (laughs) It could be some uggo. (laughs) If there's anyone I'm going to call an uggo, it's a man.
1: Just a muggo. Just
0: a muggo. <laughs> Again, Mona and I have so much in common.
1: <laughs> you will like Mona. And Mona will like you, but not tell you.
0: <laughs> I feel like we could. I feel like
1: Pause. we you, would
0: have a very <laughs> passive aggressive relationship. Like yeah. friendship. Yeah. Um. So. Here's an uncomfortable thing: Spencer and Ren wind up at his apartment because yep. they've been flirting. Because Ren yep. hasn't learned his lesson
1: by nope. ruining
0: his engagement by kissing a 16 year old. Yep. Um, and to his credit, Spencer pours herself another drink. But uh-huh. like, why are you letting this 16 year old drink in her, in your home? It's one thing if the parent if a parent is at home and says, "Hey." at dinner tonight, as a family, if you would like a glass of wine, I will serve you a glass of wine. Because I know parents who are like, I'd rather you drink in our own home than somewhere yep. else. Yeah. And like you're with your parents when you're drinking, you know?
1: Like, mistake number one was that he straight up brought her to his home and not home.
0: And not to her home. Yeah. Or like, didn't even try Melissa's apartment, which nope. I would think would be nearby. I assume. Um, and so they start joking about how both their families have uh, personality flaws, and Spencer's like, my family invented personality flaws.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, she's clearly, like, smashed. Uh, yep. She's had a couple shots. She just she's poured gone. herself another drink.
1: She, she, she's gone.
0: And uh, she's very flirty. Yes. And she starts kissing Ren, and Ren seems to have no problem. Um, and then eventually, he realizes that she's drunk, and says, "Maybe we should stop."
1: Pause. You, you didn't just realize she's drunk; like you been knew she was drunk.
0: Yeah, because she had any alcohol at sixteen years old. <laughs> um, and she's like, "I am snockered. and she falls back onto the sofa.
1: That, that was not enduring. and I, I, and and he gets no points for me for not doing anything because he still straight up kissed her. He uh, made out with her. Yeah, and and that's not okay. It's it's gross. It's disgusting. Yeah, it, it was uncomfortable. It's, it's uncomfortable. Like that's a child, sir. And like, he is
0: old enough to be in med school. Yeah. So there's that um also at uh school hannah believes that mona turned her mom in and goes to tell mona like listen i don't blame you you did what you had to do but it turns out mona did do what she had to do it's just not what hannah expected uh also
1: not what i expected yeah
0: because what did (laughs) mona do
1: um oh she she went back to the mall and returned the necklace that she stole
0: yeah and she's clearly like very upset retelling this to Hannah. but she's like the store owners called the police and mona's mom worked it out so that mona would just get community service she's going to be serving food to the homeless um god forbid they put her in a hairnet they're going to
1: <laughs> you need to be in a hairnet
0: yeah for <laughs> um, like I-,
1: I love you mona this is not negotiable
0: and Hannah's like, I can't believe you would do that. Like, I wouldn't expect that anyone to do that for me. And Mona's like, why would I do anything? that would hurt my best friend and her mom. Mona's a ride or die.
1: Because Hannah knows she doesn't deserve it.
0: Unless
1: mm-hmm.
0: Mona is A, has had this information all along,
1: Ooh.
0: and didn't do anything about it, because now she still has that information to hold over Hannah's head.
1: <laughs> let, my, let my Mona be like probably at her most positive I'm, ju-
0: I'm just trying to play out all- Paige could be A you know what I'm saying like I'm throwing out multiple options here
1: this is Mona's OTTPP episode let her live.
0: okay <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: not, not to bring Edric into this
0: there we go well <laughs> uh, Spencer then wakes up at Ren's house
1: like, pause. Jay, Mona says thurs. I have to take my wins when I can.
0: <laughs> That's true. <laughs> um, Spencer wakes up at Ren's apartment. She's late for school. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh my god, I'm so sorry for last night. And Ren should be like, yeah, me too. But instead he says, you can stay over any time. And Spencer's like, I might take you up on that. The way my family's been lately, and then they kiss again.
1: Uh, Why? Like, like here's the thing. Like,
0: you should not be offering a sixteen year old to stay at your place without their family's knowledge.
1: Correct. Correct. Even more. (laughs) Like, this is not okay situation. And honestly, Spencer, I will give you. You do not want to be with your family right now because you do not like the secret that they, um, harbor for me. That's fine. We can argue whether or not you need to, it was um, pertinent information for you, but this man, this this straight up pedophile, is home is not where you go. Like you can, like listen. Let me tell you something about Ashley Marin. She loves hosting <laughs> these girls. It'll be like a slumber party.
0: <laughs> Literally took the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> or go to Mona's house. I don't know.
1: I don't think Spencer likes Mona.
0: No, but like it's somewhere that isn't Wren's. Like, go to your
1: well. Pause. You just like just to go to Garrett. <laughs> Never mind.
0: Yeah, but still. Um. So
1: you 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 know what? If, if, if that nice boy Alex was still around, she'd have a nice place to go.
0: Correct. <laughs> Let me tell you. By this point I'm, in the I'm episode, like I was like, "Is the episode done yet?" And we haven't even gotten to like the biggest plot point.
1: We really have. Wait, have we not? No. No, we have not. We have not. Um, but I, but I'm like that um, that that naggy mom who, no matter who your relationship is, be like, you know what? I like that nice boy, um, Alice, that you were talking to a little. Yeah.
2: About. <laughs> what happened to him?
0: But she's eventually gonna make it to school. Um. And Emily and Aria are are sitting at lunch. Um. And Hannah passes by Mona and sees that Mona got another message from A that okay. says you didn't bite the first time but you will and mona's like ready to leave but instead uh hannah invites her to sit with Ari and emily and she does and it's like okay this is mona being accepted into the friend group well mm. like the beginning of it you know what i mean because C-
1: i, I want to take that offer like maybe if hannah was like why don't you come sit over here with emily because we saw emily and mona start to build something um it's not much but it's like at least relationship. Really Arya and spencer straight up do not like mona and every time they had to do it mona they has given attitude or indicated that they were not happy about the situation
0: yes but i think mm-hmm. it's more so like this is hannah trying to bring me into her friend group and like make me feel less alone
1: mm-hmm.
0: and i want to feel in with hannah's friends like i want what hannah has
1: I understand like me person, this is just me personally right she I doesn't want like, like
0: those specific friends but she wants yeah. friends and she wants Hannah and to be friends with Hannah she has to be friendly to the other girls
1: mm-hmm. like if, if I was Hannah personally I'd be like um, okay you're not going alone and then we would have left together yeah but also I understand what Hannah did here
0: yeah um, we, we see Emily call Maya again. She leaves another voicemail. Um, okay. And then, oh boy, Ezra oh, meets Arya in we skipped Aria's something.
1: card.
0: Oh, did I? Uh, Ashley
1: doing? confronting Wooden.
0: Oh yes. Um, <laughs> sorry, my brain was just like, I just need to get this over with. Um, it's okay.
1: So I, I found goes, this hilarious.
0: As yeah, so <laughs> I to the police station, uh, yes. obviously upset because yeah. she thinks that Wilden is the one who gave Hannah the police report.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And like, she's like, you need to stop harassing my daughter. Yeah. Um, and Officer M- Mama Wilden, Bear
1: came out to not play. Uh, yeah.
0: She's not she's not playing. She's ready mm-hmm. to take this man down.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And uh Officer Wilden is like. I didn't give that to her if I did I would lose my job um and I was like well Mm -hmm. if you didn't give it to her who would
2: (laughs) great question
1: that's a that's a great question (laughs) but I I just love how like without a second thought he was he closed that door he's like yo I don't care if I don't like your daughter you're about to incriminate me (laughs) I need this job like the fear like the fear in this man's eyes i have not seen before
0: i know it was beautiful i will say that like ashley it's signed a his name is darren wilden (laughs) i don't think it's him
1: i I think that's a good shout (laughs) like Um, honestly there's a better cause that it was her
0: right correct (laughs) And I don't think it was I. I don't think it was Ashley. No. Can you imagine if Ashley was A? Like, holy shit. Oh
1: my gosh. I, Hannah's
0: been getting like the worst of it at some point.
1: Oh my gosh. You do that to your daughter. Oh.
0: Then you are an unfit mother.
1: Yep. <laughs> uh, uh, well, let's go to an unfit human.
0: <laughs> yeah. So Ezra's gonna meet Arya in her car. And Arya asked him about his trip to New Orleans. She's like, I'm glad it's over. And Ezra admits that it's maybe not over um, because Arya's dad is Byron is clearly on them, which you should never be in a situation where someone is on to you because there shouldn't be anything that anyone is on to you uh, about. Preach. And um, Ezra admits he hasn't declined the offer, the job offer in New Orleans, because it's an incredible job opportunity, and if he turns it down. Byron's gonna know why he wants to stay in Rosewood.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, Arya, ever the optimist, says, we we always figure something out. We're gonna figure something out. We always do. But Ezra's not so sure. Arya asks if he's giving up on them, which, yeah, he should. Um, but Ezra says no. But they've been trying to work it out for a long time, and maybe... It's time for them to consider that they're not meant to be with each other. Which is a very polite way of saying it is illegal for me to date you.
1: Like, I'll be a buck with you, Jay. Being in a relationship should not be this hard. Like Correct. Like, like if you've been of-
0: through if you've been through some shit together mm-hmm. as like a married couple, like I can see like illness or you know an Mm -hmm. accident or something like that you're trying really hard and like something is just off yeah but like when you're 16 first of all it shouldn't be this hard and also like you've been dating for like a year and also it's illegal um illegal that's key but like you're right it shouldn't be this hard considering like this is supposed to like supposed to be like your first love. Yeah. It's not supposed to be.
1: But Ari is mine. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> like this should be Dan. Like honestly, I'm beyond like, first off, Norris, not that bad. I heard you're going there soon. Uh
0: but I am.
1: <laughs> but like Nor you have a good job um as a professor at a law school not law school at a school in New York. Not New York, New Orleans. Like this is nice paying. You don't have this baggage that you have in Rosewood. You don't have this man that is one step away from getting you arrested at all times.
0: And put on a sex offender
1: list. And put on a sex offender list.
0: Which you should be on.
1: You should like honestly, he is getting a lot sweeter deal than he should be. So I don't care how and much. Like no offense, this like will, yeah.
0: I'm sure Rosewood is a fine town. New Orleans is so much, like, so much more like my vibe personally,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and I think a place where more people can find their vibe
1: mm-hmm.
0: than small town Pennsylvania. I think that's fair. Um, I, I, I think that's valid. And so, if I were Ezra, which I'm like, not, because I'm not no, a Penn... No, I'm not a pedo. There are teenagers. there.
1: Okay, I, I was not going to go there. <laughs> I don't support
0: it, but you know what? You found love once. Find it again.
1: See, I was. What I was going to say is, you're still young. You're in your early twenties. He's not go that find young. find yourself. He's in his tw- early twenties.
0: I know, but he's not that young.
1: <laughs> like you're old enough to not be dating a child, and it is. And
0: yet, young really enough where you can start again.
1: You can start again. I've you seen can... the
0: Golden Bachelor.
1: Find yourself.
0: <laughs> it's never too late to find love.
1: <laughs> it's not. It's, it's not too late to start over. Like um, I, I I want nothing more than you, Ezra, than you to start over in New Orleans,
0: without dating a child. Correct. Um, but it turns out that Ezra has to go to class, a class that he is teaching a college class that he is teaching. I say this because if Arya had to go to class, it would be her class that she's going to as a student in high school. Mm -hmm. Just to drive that home. Um, Arya has a breakdown in her car. She's like bawling. And I remember GIFs of this being on Tumblr everywhere of this scene. I just, like, everyone was like GIFing this and being like, oh my God, Arya, like, this is so heartbreaking. And her, like, looking back, I'm like, ugh
1: heartbreaking i was dancing for joy like oh gosh
0: i was like i will buy you beignets ezra (laughs) um so aria goes home she's in her bed Mm. crying she feels like her life is over and ella asks aria hey what's wrong aria's like go away to her credit ella's like i'm not going to until you tell me why you're so upset Mm-hmm. So Arya tells her mom that Ezra's leaving, and that means that her that Byron's getting his wish. It's all his fault. And Ella's confused. Uh, because she's like, your father would wouldn't do anything. Like, he's done with Ezra because, like, he's no longer a problem in our life.
2: Mm-hmm. Correct?
0: And Arya doesn't believe her mom. Uh because she's like, no, I know dad had something to do with this. And you probably had something to do with this too. Um, you're ruining my life. And she walks out, or well, storms out,
1: oh. really. Oh, no. We are protecting you from a pedophile.
0: So Aria and Ezra <laughs> got decide, well, Aria decides to go to Ezra's apartment for dinner. Uh, Cause I guess it's the only place she feels she can go even though she could literally go to Hannah and Emily or she could go to Spencer, but
1: whatever. Like, listen, Ashley, Baron, she, her house is an open house. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Correct. Um, but she decides to go to Ezra's and Arya's is like, when are you leaving? Because it feels like you've left already. I want to make the most of the time that we have, which does not sound good to me. Uh, And he assures Aria that he won't be leaving right away. He's going to take some time to figure some stuff out. And then there's a knock on the door. And I'm thinking, like, maybe it's the pizza guy. He forgot to give a tip or something, you know? Um, Pizza guy came back to get his tip or something.
1: Maybe they ordered some dessert
0: from a place down the street. I don't know. But what I was not expecting was the door to open, have it be Ella... Ella is at Ezra's apartment. Yeah, I
1: see your face. Mm. Oh wait, wait, this is the audio podcast. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> Sorry, fam. Um, I- I'm so done. I'm so tired. <laughs> I'm tired. I'm over it. Like, well,
0: when Ella showed up, what, what were you expecting her to do?
1: Uh, see, here's the thing. Ella's a very much likes to be in tune with her children's emotions. Um, and she, the last thing we saw, we saw Ella notice Ari was extremely hurt because of Ezra possibly going away. So I'm not surprised to see Ella here. Like if this was Byron, my thought would be, okay, Byron's about to burn down this apartment. Because this is Ella, and said Ella had a much more uh, softer approach when it came to this um, entire Ezra situation. I was like, there's about to be communication that goes down. <laughs> and the only communication that needs to go down is between you and the 911 operator <laughs> at this point in time.
0: <laughs> I was thinking she is maybe going to go talk to Ezra, be like, listen, whatever you're doing, cut it out. And to, and then she saw her daughter and maybe she's going to be like, uh-uh, you're coming with me. Mm. And have a one-to-one conversation with her daughter, hold her hostage in the car, whatever. I did not expect what actually happened to happen. <gasps> uh, and Aria also expected Elizabeth. Elizabeth a
1: that's like a person who like wants her children to be upset with her.
0: I get that but like at a certain point I do feel like she could be the parent to be like uh-uh you're coming with me and we'll have a soft conversation in the car but I need to do what I need to do to get you out of danger right now.
1: I don't think she would do that alone. I think she would do that with someone.
0: Fair. But either way, Arya is expecting her to come storming in. And she's like, are you going to bring me home in handcuffs or yank me out by my hair? And Ella says, she's just there to listen. Yeah. And I was just <laughs> like, um, who do you have to listen to? You are the mother. Take your child out of this man's apartment.
1: Correct. Like, like, Red Flag. there's a active child in a grown man's apartment by herself.
0: Yeah. I, mm
1: like there's there's no listening that needs to be happening. There's just only action.
0: Yeah. So we're gonna resolve this plot real quick. Uh, Ella okay. is sitting across from Ezra and Aria on the couch, and Arya is like, "What are we doing here?
1: What are you doing here? <laughs> like, like, break it down for me."
0: And Ella says that she does not condone the relationship. Neither do we, Ella.
1: No.
2: Not at all. Um,
0: but Ella's afraid of what will happen if she takes the same stance as Byron. And she's like, I don't want to lose you, Aria. So before anyone makes any rash decisions, I need to understand your relationship. No, you don't. I understand it perfectly fine. It's pedophilia.
1: Let me tell you, like, worst case scenario, right? Worst case scenario is Aria. Does not speak to you again. Arya like runs away, comma but you did everything in your power to stop this relationship. Yeah, And that's worst case scenario.
0: And I don't think that. And, that's and, really and I understand.
1: Like, have you met Arya? That's not in Arya's nature. Right. Like, so that's like not going to happen. So, like, what's more realistically going to happen? And what I feel like in most scenarios will happen is she's going to be mad at you for I don't know how long. She's still going to stay in your house. You're still going to feed her. You're still going to clothe her. You're still going to keep that roof over her head. And she's just going to be mad at you until she, um, uh, for a period of time. And then y'all slowly build a relationship back. Yeah. Call her, but You stop that pedophile from, um, grooming your daughter.
0: <laughs> Correct. Um, I don't like this approach from Ella. She's officially, like, back in the bottom for me. I like Byron so much more than her right now.
1: Oh, yes, I, I have, I've been on the Byron train for a minute.
0: <laughs> and I just know that she's gonna try to convince Byron that they have to do this for Arya's sake. And I just wanna know, like, what are they doing for Mike?
1: <laughs> That's a good question. I, I don't know what they're doing for Mike.
0: Apparently he went to some therapy sessions, but like, what about, like? remember Mike punched Ezra in the face. If Mike finds out that his parents are condoning this relationship, he's going to go after Ezra hard. And I'm here for it.
1: I, like, What this family really needs to do is um, <laughs> this is what, what the conversation should have been. So Byron, are you... Not Byron. What's his band name? Ezra. Ezra. Are you, are you taking the job in New Orleans? Dan says yes, it's like, okay, this is the last time you see my daughter. Goodbye. And then take are you with him. If Dan says no, it's like, okay, goodbye <laughs> and all have right we're arrested. going straight
0: to the police station
1: have that man arrested i've been recording be like... the
0: conversation this entire time
1: and then Arya, guess what we're going to therapy because this this was a situation that we need to work through with a professional
0: <laughs> yeah um so i'm gonna leave this plot by say for now meaning for this episode by saying I don't know what the fuck Ella's thinking. This is the worst way to handle this situation. Ezra needs to be turned into the police. I don't see mm. that happening anytime soon. And this is so fucked up for so many people in so many ways.
1: Like, and here's the thing. We, we've we seen uh, Ezra. Ezra actively knows what he's doing is wrong. And he tries to use his quote-unquote charm and innocence to, like, get away with it. Like, so you're just giving him an opportunity to use those tactics that he used in the past to get away with it once more. Like no. he's a groomer, correct.
0: <laughs> and we have to remember that grooming is not just grooming the person, the person or child that you are in a relationship with. It also is grooming, and more importantly is grooming the people around that person to trust and like you.
2: Mm-hmm. so that
0: when something bad happens, because it's never if, when something bad happens, they can say, mm-hmm. but he was never that way with me. All I saw was a man who was deeply in love, caring for this person. Mm -hmm. And I could never see him hurting somebody intentionally this way. That's not the person that I knew. Until you remember that that person he hurt is a literal child, especially your literal child.
1: Yeah. Like, where's the fire, Ella, that you had when you thought it was Spencer? (laughs)
2: Correct. (laughs)
0: Yeah, so I'm just we're gonna leave this for this episode, with the like, understanding. Oh, go ahead.
1: If like like a couple episodes, like Jay has replaced me with like,
0: it's not gonna happen. I can't do the oh, podcast just, with anyone
2: else.
1: Just the, we'll pause. If, <laughs> if in a couple episodes you think we've gone on another hiatus, but really it's ended, it's because this plotline went so south for me, and I cannot cannot handle it anymore.
0: <laughs> okay, guys you heard it here first <laughs> and with that i'll leave this for this episode <laughs> on to the next plot point <laughs> spencer is home alone rewatching the video that caleb sent and she turns and she hears a noise and it turns out to be melissa melissa's home they're finally hey, going to talk about the ring or whatever just kidding
1: about the ring <laughs>
0: So there's like, where have you been? I have called you like 10 times. I left you voicemails. What the heck is going on? Uh, and Melissa's like, I'll tell you, but not right now because our parents are gonna be home. And I can't tell you what I need to tell you in front of our parents. What can't you t- say in front of Veronica? Um, And Melissa says, it's the same thing that she started to tell Spencer the night of Ian's funeral and she goes to leave um and Spencer follows her and leaves her cell phone and laptop on the kitchen counter. I'm intrigued. So, like, anyone could find the video. I just like anytime someone like leaves their phone somewhere because I'm like, A is gonna get a hold of this, I'm sure.
1: Oh, I thought you just meant in general, <laughs> like in this way Because I'm gonna be a buck with you, Jay. I'm a bad person. I would like leave my phone in so many places and just be like, uh, where'd I put it? I have to retrace my steps.
0: Yesterday I was at a friend's house and I did Mm -hmm. leave my phone and my keys together on her kitchen counter while I was helping set up like all the snacks and drinks and everything and for like this gathering she was having and I did once people started arriving I went and I got my phone and my keys because I was like oh there's a lot of people here I know about half of them yikes Mm -hmm. but like for a long time for like 20-25 minutes I was like oh it's fine it's just on her counter what's her dog gonna do what's her husband gonna do like I know insert name like (laughs) and it was true like he was making like a beautiful like dessert charcuterie board (laughs) like I was like I was like this man couldn't hurt anyone if he tried um and also like he's a little busy Mm -hmm. um (laughs) but yeah like I I if someone if I'm like at a like cafe or whatever and someone leaves their phone like on the table next to me i'm like hey you left your phone here just because like i don't want someone to take it i try to be good
1: i appreciate that that's good
0: um i do feel awkward when people ask me to watch their stuff though because i'm like you don't know me
1: well let me tell you something Jay. i feel so obliged when someone does that i'm
0: like me too but i'm like oh my god if it gets stolen what do you (laughs) expect me to do you don't know me (laughs) like i'm not risking my life for you
1: fair i think that's fair
0: (laughs) um so yeah i'm like and also in this show i'm like okay a primarily communicates via technology Mm there is incriminating evidence potentially on spencer's laptop Mm -hmm. and her phone if she can access her email through her phone Mm -hmm. so a is either gonna delete the video or gonna tamper with it or something. Yes. That's just what went through my head. Um
1: See, I see, I'm gonna tell you what I thought. I thought when one of the parents come home, they're gonna see some.
0: That also. That was also what I was thinking. And like the video clip by itself is not incriminating. Correct. So like if they saw it, like what's the big deal? Yeah. Um Unless they ask, like, what is this? And Melissa sees that this clip is on the computer. And then Melissa gets mad.
1: Ah, uh, fair enough, fair enough.
0: Um, so we're going to cut to Ashley, Marin's house. Um, and she tells Hannah, or not, yeah, Hannah, sorry. That is her child. Whew. Mm-hmm. Um, so Ashley uh, returns home. She tells Hannah, hey, the board meeting I was at ran late. We got some Thai food. Why are you not going to Mr. Chen's?
1: Maybe she just likes the spice of Thai food.
0: Yeah, but like remember this place is called like Thai Place or whatever. <laughs> and it's the place that Darren Wilden brought Hannah food from.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Like a little I'd never eat there again, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, so then she spots the letter that Arya picked up lying on Hannah's bed. And she's like, yeah. what is this? And Hannah says that it came in the mail by mistake. Well, that's odd, says Ashley, because it's addressed to FWL law firm. And that's the one that Ashley used for the divorce. Ooh. And Hannah says, why would you use a law firm that's so far away from home? Meaning like the other side of town or whatever? hmm And Ashley says that Melissa Hastings was an intern there that summer. So I guess it's like, oh, I know somebody who's working there for the summer. Like, I'll use them, whatever. And also, like, probably that also means that Veronica recommended them.
1: Hmm.
0: Is my other thing that I kind of took from that. because I can see that. Because, like, ideally she would probably want to use Veronica, but that's a conflict of interest because they're friends. Oh,
1: I thought it was because Veronica's not a divorce lawyer. (laughs)
0: that also. <laughs> but like, you know, either way, like you're not supposed to represent your friends, I would assume. Unless you're Rudy Giuliani.
1: You know, he did that.
0: Um so that's interesting. Um yeah. and then Emily opens the door because someone knocked on her door and it's Officer Barry Maple.
1: Not Officer Barry.
0: Who is not our favorite cop? I will say. Who is ours? Is not.
1: Who's our Who's favorite the, cop?
0: The black guy. Is
1: that, is that not Officer Barry? That's Officer Barry.
0: So Officer Barry, yeah, I thought his name was Barry too, but this guy's a white guy. What? <laughs> I'm looking at I'm looking at a still of the episode right now. Whoa! Oh, just kidding. I he looked white in the lighting. <laughs>
1: Okay, I thought AJ.
0: <laughs> I was like, wow. I was like, holy shit! This looks like a white man, and then I enlarged the photo, and I was like, oh no, that's Barry.
1: A white man.
0: <laughs> a white man? No. <laughs> I was like, so this is our favorite cop.
1: Hey.
0: <laughs> um, and he says, "I need to talk to you about Maya Saint Germain," and that can't be good news, because if you no. send Barry,
1: Mm-mm. it's sad.
0: Something sad going news. on. And he doesn't say, I need to ask you about Maya St. Germain. He says, we need to talk about Maya St. Germain. Uh Uh-oh. Okay, and what did you think he has to say about Maya? He did. Oh.
1: (laughs) That's exactly what I thought. I was like, oh.
0: Because my brain went to remembering when this show came out, like, I remember having Googled the actress and realizing Mm. that she was, like, 40. Awesome. And being like, oh my god, what if Maya isn't who we think she is? Ooh. What if she's a ghost? I didn't that was think the time. I'm just bringing it full circle.
1: That was a theory. I found one on this podcast. <laughs> Do you know see Maya?
0: Is Maya a ghost?
1: She could be um, now. Honestly, based on what I just said, yep. <laughs> like, and, I, and I'll be, but the the, the final scene of the episode did not. Um, make me feel better.
0: <laughs> yeah. Cause that final scene, we see a gloved hand. So probably yeah. a firing a handgun at a like firing range gun place. Mm-hmm. And they bring after shooting five times, they bring the target closer to them to see how good their aim was. And there are five shots that would have been deadly. Five fatal shots on the target. So there are five shots, but we have core four. So who's the fit? Mona. Is it Mona or is it Maya?
1: Oh, you know what? Good point. I only said Mona because Mona got the A message. Um, there's no acknowledgement that Maya got the A message.
0: Yeah, that's true. Um, so that's the end of our episode.
1: Hey,
0: we made it through.
1: We survived.
0: That's one word for it aj we had a lot of a messages in this episode we're only going to talk about the ones sent in this episode but other ones were referenced all of them were sent so to Mona in this episode
1: they was like we gotta catch up yeah <laughs> catch one up
0: so here are the messages i want you to pick your favorite so the first one is hannah's mommy saved her ass who's gonna save yours okay the second one is the picture of Hannah's mom and Wilden kissing. Mm -hmm. The third one is the police report and it says yesterday's trash, tomorrow's news. Mm -hmm. Implying that yesterday or in the past, Hannah was arrested, was turned into the police. Now it's your turn. Um, The fourth one is you have until 10 tomorrow, you know, to Mm -hmm. tell the paper. And the fifth one is you didn't bite the first time, but you will.
1: So I'm conflicted, right? Because I think we actively know that in the past, I have been a man of action, and I enjoy it when A was like, was take actions against the girls, and it's like, ah, there are real stakes here. Comma, but sometimes when A acts, I don't like it, and it makes me uncomfortable. Uh, so I, I, and if there's anyone that has some emotional baggage that needs to be unpacked, it is Mona. So <laughs> so I don't want to see that for her. I don't want her to go through that. So I can't not pick the last one, even though it's tempting. So I'm going to go with um, 10 a.m. tomorrow because it's like someone is about to get hurt and you decide if it's you or if it's going to be Ashley. Sound like that.
0: Yeah, classic dilemma.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and
0: we like what Mona chose. She...
1: We do. It, it's sad, but we like it.
0: Um. So... Now is the time for some important questions. I like it. We're gonna start with it with a softball.
1: Oh no, this is not gonna be softball.
0: Who killed Ali de, de So
1: <laughs> So I know we got a quote unquote confession from you. Uh, I'm gonna have to go it. Garrett. I'm gonna say Garrett. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Garrett for right now. All right. I I don't know why Garrett's still around.
0: <laughs> no worries. Is there anything you want to elaborate on, or do you feel like we covered it pretty much up till now?
1: Well, we haven't really talked about Garrett this episode. <laughs> so like this episode in particular, not really. But I don't remember who I said last week. Oh. Uh. Uh. I just think like why is garrett still around there has to be some reason so he has to be connected with and it's, they're trying to connect um melissa to that i murder and now melissa is specific is interestingly with garrett and um ian also died and the body was moved i think there's very few people with the strength that we've been shown that could do that body so quickly and i think garrett could be one of them so i can go garrett
0: okay so who's a
1: So here's where I messed up, because I finished the episode, and it was like, we're recording 15 minutes later, Um, because I've just been trying to rack it, (laughs) because this episode left more questions than answers for me personally. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: So I think it's hard, it's hard, it's hard, it's hard. I'm going to say it is a, you know, what? let's not fit something that's not broken. Let's say Mona, but not alone. Really? Not alone. Like not. You
0: were like, mm, Mona's my girl. I would do anything for Mona. Give Mona a break. Oh my God. Be nice to Mona. She's the only person I came out of this not mad at. And now you think she's A.
1: I don't think she's A. I think she's A helper. And I think A has turned on her
0: interesting
1: so she yes. ooh. <laughs> so who's that <laughs> that was the question I, uh, I think it might I'm gonna say it's someone close to Al I think I had a theory that she had a relative that we haven't been introduced to you did So I'm okay so I think maybe like a sibling that was um not that did not have a good relationship with Allison okay yes and I think and I think that might have been how um, she got Mona involved because Mona was by herself, um, isolated and went through this pain. And she was like, listen, I have also went through this pain and I'm someone that's here to reach out and comfort you. And like you, you, you find someone that's vulnerable and then you try to get in good with them. And then when they actually do some small stuff, it's like, okay, it's because you're the only one that's like person I feel connected to. And then the stuff starts escalating, escalating. And <laughs>
0: you know what you're describing? What? Grooming.
1: Ah.
2: <laughs> oh no.
0: <laughs> which is what Ezra is doing. Yeah. To Aria and to now Ella. Yeah. Uh, which we do not condone.
1: We do not condone it. Just we actively done. do not. <laughs> we are anti pedophilia. We're anti-grooming.
0: And I bring this up. Because, yes. AJ, I think you're going to be pleased with next episode's title.
1: Oh, okay. Let me know.
0: It's called <laughs> Father Knows Best.
1: Yeah, he does.
0: Damn, what do you right, think Father knows best. knows best is about?
1: Ella said, I'm a communicator. Byron says, we're shutting this down. <laughs> like, let me tell you something about Byron Montgomery. He does not care if his child likes him. <laughs> he's like, I know right from wrong and I'm going to protect my child whether she likes it or not. And I have a deep hate into that man.
0: As he's he should. Kidding.
1: As he should. Ooh, that brings me so much joy.
0: <laughs> All right. So, if people want to see more of your unbridled joy, where can the people find you?
1: You can follow me on Twitter at TheKidNorris. That's where I retweet anything I am doing. What about you, Jay?
0: You can find me on Twitter, X whatever at jmanji underscore um and you can email us your thoughts about the podcast anything we've said if you have more insight into family law you know all that stuff at twosecretspod at gmail.com you can give us a five star rating and write us a review on itunes on spotify you can also check out any of the other brazilian dragon podcast episodes Mm. or dragon babies episodes on spotify or itunes um and until next time aj
2: yeah bye, bye. got a secret can you keep it's where this one you save better lock it in your pocket taking this one to the grave if i show you that i know you won't tell what i said because two keep get secret if one of them is dead